כן. Ready? Yeah. All right. Um. Uh, hello. Hello, hello, hello. It's this is probably the shortest time between episodes ever. Yeah. Maybe. Um that's a cool jacket. <laughs> I've seen that jacket in so many YouTube videos like the I don't know how to explain it. I don't want to say the gamers wear them because that makes them sound lame, but I feel like I've seen a lot of people. I don't think a gamer wear this. Mm. Maybe they weren't a gamer. Maybe they were just cool and I mistook them for a gamer. Anyways, um, fucking hello. Any uh, how's how's your week been? What's been going on in your universe, Manny? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, no- nothing else. No other movies. How's fucking date alive? Date bio. <laughs> Shitty. Shitty. <laughs> Shield hero. Shitty. I dropped the Shield hero. I can't, <laughs> I can't press play on Shield hero, bro. <laughs> wow, it's that bad. Man. How many seasons it's did you like, watch? I don't, I just, the show is so, like, over. Like, it's so hyped. <laughs> I don't know. I... <laughs> That's interesting. I, know. I was talking to my friend on the mic, mm-hmm. and he literally told me straight up, he's like, Manny, I think every show is good. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, there are a lot of people who have that perspective. There's a lot of people who will watch stuff and just enjoy everything. Um, I, can't, I can't stand those people. <laughs> like, you, can't, you can't, like... Because people who say that can't articulate why they like a show. Yeah, that's very true. If everything, if you can't tell me why this one has good qualities and this one has a different good quality. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I've seen... I see that show. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I think um I think subconsciously people do recognize when something is better than something else. Like I think if you ask that friend, do you think Avatar the Last Airbender is better than Shield Hero? They probably would say yes. They'll prob there's probably a part of their brain that acknowledges that Shield Hero at least is not as good as blankety blank for xyz reason um yeah, but, yeah. But it's annoying that they can't articulate it okay yeah i can't even talk to him. like his favorite show is jojo mm. but, okay. but he said like he liked baki and i was like mm. i was like yo like tell me one good thing about baki mm-hmm. the, the fights I said, bro, there, there is no fighting in that show. <laughs> yeah. There is no fighting, actually. And I told, I explained it, and he's like, yeah, you're right. And he was like, well, I still think it's good. I was like, that's that's okay, but like, you never like thought about anything else. Yeah, I think um, I think we've, I don't know about you, but I think I've honed my skill to be able to talk about things it's not it takes effort to figure out how to articulate something 
and I don't I don't think a lot of people talk about uh, shows critically in the way that we talk about it. So yeah. I think I think for a lot of people, it's difficult to like to articulate that uh, right. stuff. It's interesting. Are they the outliers or are we the outliers? Who knows? I think I think we are. Yeah, I think so too. Hmm. The best kind of people are the people that like everything, but they can say why they like everything. Those are the people mm. I enjoy. I don't like, like people that like everything. <laughs> yeah. Bro, boxing fire, bro. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I have to judge Baki for myself, but I, I like, like I, I was saying, um, a while ago, like I can derive value from, from like most things. And as much as I criticize anything, I can acknowledge the good in it as well. So I'm just more of a cynic, negative piece of shit, which is why I will talk about the negative stuff more than the positive stuff most of the time. But there is literally like I do enjoy something about everything. I don't think there's anything that I've enjoyed nothing about. Even things that I've given like a one. Like earwig. Or even Poppy. Um Yeah. It's that's a whole dense conversation that I uh can only touch on a very surface level. <sighs> yeah. Who else do you talk about with anime with? Is there anybody else that's like enjoyable to talk about anime with? Like nope. these conversations? No? <laughs> what about um your friends at work? The one that gets JoJo tattoo? Is that the same guy? I can talk to him about JoJo. Mm. That's it. Wow. Oh, Fruity Pebbles. Yay. Yeah. S tier. Yeah, everyone... Everyone is just a casual. That's fine. Yeah. And people, people be like, "Yeah, like, bro, like, uh, I watch, I watch, I watch anime, bro, like, yeah." But <laughs> <laughs> like, you really only seen like six hours. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, I've, I've, I've. I've had that enthusiasm of like, oh my god, you you watch thing, and they're like, yeah, bro, like a comic got killed. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. It's it's tough. But, I don't. Is this a dude at work who like he thinks he's a tryhard? Oh no, not that. But guy. like, he thinks he's a tryhard by like, yo, um, and he's old. So like, yo, you seen New York show? No. You seen uh, Ruin Ru Ru No. Have you seen a Wicked City? No. Have you seen this one? No. Have you seen any Ghibli movie? No. Like, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, um, Berserk. No. Yeah. Have you seen? I met people like that too. Don't like. Don't try to articulate yourself as like a tryhard. <laughs> mm -hmm. Everything near, I get it. No, like, no, yeah. no, no. What's your favorite show? Like, he said his favorite show is Gunner Logan. I respect it a lot. Yeah, I respect well, that a lot too. I would love to rewatch that. It's been a very long time. That's something I would need to give another watch.
Yeah. Um, yeah. Being a tryhard is like relative to your perspective on what being a casual is. So that guy's probably like, mm -hmm. everyone watches Dragon Ball, but I watch Death Note and Bebop. I'm a tryhard. <laughs> and and to to a certain like sect of people that that is being a tryhard and it's I don't want to I don't want to take that away from them if that's what they enjoy and if that yeah. if that makes them happy then that's okay but it's it's upsetting to me because I'll go up to someone and be like oh my god like okay you're really into anime like have you have you heard of Wicked City and it's like what's Wicked City okay well what about Berserk what's Berserk I was like all right well never mind <laughs> it's um it's like that with movies too a lot of people will say that about yeah. movies um uh, it's like the funny, the funniest thing right when it comes to anime in real life is that i don't look like i watch anime or i don't like yeah air myself like i watch anime yeah like you like you like you can't see me and derive that information from you Mm -hmm. but but when i started talking about animates to people they think i'm an extreme casual yeah and then yeah. i saw on my list <laughs> that i've seen like this times like 15 as much shows that they have like seen you know right it's always funny seeing people's reaction mm -hmm. like yo i, I watched him hey, like what do I showed I showed him the list, bro. Like, yeah, this list, bro. The list. I know <laughs> the list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's interesting because I I can I can tell when I can tell when people watch anime. Mm -hmm. I I can feel it off people. Yeah, they walk into the yeah. room. <laughs> it's like it's like you, you they don't say it but you know you know that there's like this weird urge this weird desire to say dotted by yo right when they walk into the room and you're like ah i see it that's the guy hey what's up man have you seen data live shit sucks right <laughs> uh, actually no data live is actually pretty good oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i'm I'm ending the conversation right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so there's a couple things I did this week. The last call was on May 10th. And what's today? The uh, Today's the 15th. Wowzers. It has been, that's literally, it's only been like five days. Um, yeah. So. I when did you watch the movies? I watched Blade Runner and Paprika today, um, because I was very busy in the rest of the week. I watched Paprika last yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched. I pretty much watched uh, Saturday, Friday, Friday. I watched it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm. Gotcha. I watched. Um, I watched, um, what's the three movies we're doing? Summer we do Wars. Summer yeah, Wars I watched Summer Blade. Wars, then Blade, and then Paprika. Paprika, yeah. yeah. Do you still do the order in that, like, in the way of, like, least interesting, most interesting, da-da-da-da-da? I kind of just watch whatever I'm feeling yeah. in that moment. I, I, I do, I, I watch, I watch depending on the time. Like, Summer Wars is a two-hour movie. Right. So I kind of knock that out first. Mm-hmm. Right. But I just watch that. Yeah. I like 
Watching Paprika last is good because it's a short movie. Yeah. Yeah, I also watched Paprika last, um, just out of circumstance. But there were some other things that I consumed before that. Got to pull up my itty-bitty list. Um, so, uh, the I didn't, I was, I really was trying to finish the first, the first, eh, the first season of Fate Zero before I hopped on the call, but I didn't finish it. I got, I'm like 11 episodes deep and I have two episodes left in the first half of Fate Zero because it's like a 26 episode thing. Um, and so far, I, um, I really like the characters. I really like the story. I was very sold on it um, when I started it uh, on the last episode. And since then, I getting through the thing, the concept really sets up for like, I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but like Death Note level moments. Cause it's, it's like mind games. It's like, it's like chess with like seven people. Like no one knows anybody's power. You can approach every single battle in like a really unique way. So when everybody like rolls up together and like half of them reveal their power and their form, it's like, damn, it's like, okay. And, and then when the focus feels like it's being pulled to caster because of what caster is doing. Um, and, and cause he's like killing all the people, uh, with, with his master. It's like, it, it feels like the potential of this narrative is getting funneled in like this one direction that is not as interesting. And then everybody, instead of it being mind games of like, how am I going to kill this person without having to fight them? The mind games are like, within the fights and it just kind of becomes like a normal I don't want to say maybe this is like an exaggeration but it feels like I'm watching like a normal battle anime which it's like I mean I guess that's the point you know they all have powers so I should expect some fights but I was um I feel like it could be cooler and it's not done yet but the last episode I watched was when they like all sat down and they all talked about their ideals and the writing in this show is good I like all the characters they all have good lines. There's always good dialogue and good moments between them, which is evident because it was based on like a visual novel. So I expect that from the show. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. So did you watch, there's Fate Stay Night, Fate Zero, and then Fate Unlimited Bl um, Blade Works. Unlimited Blade. Yeah. I watched Unlimited Blade Works and Zero. Okay. I don't even know if I'm gonna watch night, but I think Fate Day Nights. The original is this it's too outdated, it's too old. Yeah. Yeah, it looks uh I will watch movies. Well, in interestingly enough, the movies uh on Mal at least, um each the movies apparently to my anime list get better with each one. Interesting. That's very interesting. I I wonder how we're going to do that. I wonder how that, that call is going to to work. If we're going to, like, talk about them as if it's... Hmm? I just do, like, one per episode. One per episode? I was thinking yeah, we could do all... They're two-hour two hour long movies. Yeah. I was thinking we could do all three of them in one. Maybe that wouldn't be as interesting. Maybe you like to keep it spicy and varied, but it'll be so cool to, like, call the title The 
Fate trilogy, or I don't know. I, I think it would be like, it would be cool. I wouldn't have to even split the wallpapers. I would just put like the main nigga's face on the thing and everyone would be like, whoa, they're talking about a whole trilogy. That's crazy. But yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how we do that. Uh, I, I do like these characters and I do like this story. It is pulling me through and the dub isn't bad. So I can just like have it on in the background without giving it my full attention. But yeah, um, that's that. I watched fate and then, uh, I watched, I went to the movies on Friday and Saturday, uh, and I saw a movie called the happiness of the Katakuris, which is so fucking bonkers this was the movie that i was going to recommend and i was like should i recommend this i know this is a weird movie i know it's like really out there and it might not be good to recommend and i'm i'm mad that i didn't recommend it but i'm also happy i didn't recommend it because i don't think you would have liked it but i think it would be a very interesting discussion because it's crazy it's a crazy movie how do i even explain it it's like i don't even i don't even know if i can compare this to anything um it's I think it's I think if I had to compare it to anything I'd compare it to Jojo because it's it's basically about like a family that is renting it has like a guest house and they want people like they want to make money by renting rooms out to people like it's like a little hotel or whatever and the whole plot is that like weird people keep coming to the hotel and insane shit keeps happening um at the hotel that they like don't expect and just imagine what would happen in an episode of jojo and that's basically what happens in the movie um it's very wacky and insane uh giving examples or like trying to explain it in words would not do the actual thing justice um a clip on youtube would would do it more more justice watch a clip of the happiness of the katakuris it's very interesting and the reason why i uh watched this movie to begin with was because it's directed by a guy named takashi Mike, who has directed a lot of try hard japanese movies um and i've seen some of them and i would love to recommend some of them i think that you would enjoy <laughs> some of them uh and this was another one of those movies that people talked about so it would I think if I had to gauge like the quality of the movie, I think I think it's a try-hard movie that even exceeds my like capability of like appreciating it fully. So I don't think that the actual quality of the movie is bad, but I think my enjoyment was on the level of like Wicked City. I think that um I think it was it was like a 5 out of 10 experience, but it was cool nonetheless it was a very interesting movie in the same way that wicked city was like insane and wacky and like what the fuck is going on um and it was kind of a mess as a result this movie is also that but i don't think it was as poorly executed as wicked city um i'll definitely watch it again when i'm older this is a movie that i plan on buying a blu-ray of and enjoying uh in its in its full glory so i watched that and then i watched a movie called Audition. And um, this was another one that I was considering recommending. The, the history with this movie is interesting. I watched this movie on my 21st birthday, which was last year. And it was the same day that we did 
our first episode, which is interesting because I watched ping pong and then I hopped on the call with you and then we did our call. And then after our call, I watched this movie. And when I watched this movie, the only reason I watched it on my 21st birthday was because I heard a lot of hype about it and it seemed like a movie that I would enjoy just based on the poster. And I was like, all right, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to fucking love this. And then I didn't fucking get it. And I was like, what the fuck? That was, that was so try hard. I feel so stupid. It was like 2001 A Space Odyssey. It was like, what the fuck am I supposed to drive from that? Um, but this time it really worked for me. I, I enjoyed the movie so much this time. And I've been thinking ever since I watched it, how to articulate like my experience with it. It's basically about, it's about this guy um, whose wife passes away and then he like, there's like a time skip and it's like seven years later, his son is like all grown up and he's like working at his job and da, 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 da. And then he wants to get a new, a new girlfriend. So he starts an audition for like a movie to kind of get a bunch of hot girls to come to him. Like, uh, I don't know, like it, like it was fucking Tinder and it was genius. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, it's, it's very smart for someone in his position. It's, um, and the movie is basically like, it's like, it's like, okay, this is actually, this is how I wanted to explain it. It's like the, it's like the theme of Fooly Cooly with the tone of Jinro. So it has like the slow brooding, like methodical Blade Runnery Jinro kind of pacing, but it has like the themes of like lust and, and like, you know, how it affects like the people that you're interested in that kind of thing. Um, and it's, it's so good. And it, it, <laughs> and then it like, it transforms. I don't want to, I, I don't want to like spoil it, but it starts off as one movie and then it turns into a completely different movie. And the turn is like, ah, oh! <laughs> like I was like, oh! the whole time I was like, no way. <laughs> uh, I, it was, it was such a fun experience. And I walked out of it uh, thinking that this is, this might be my, second favorite movie um i love it it's fantastic it's one of the coolest movies i've ever seen and it really connects with me um i've come to realize that like the theme of like uh men not being perfect like american psycho devil man berserk fucking uh saturday night fever a lot of my favorite movies have that like core premise. So that's why I really liked audition. It's, it's cool. And, um, it is like Jin E, where it's like, if you're not fucking with the vibes, uh, then it, it might be like boring. There's a lot of movies like Jin Ro in that, in that vein where it's, yeah, there's like barely a story and it's mostly about like, are you deriving emotions from the visuals and from like the, from like the music and, and like what we're trying to communicate? Are, are you feeling it? 
Um, you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? And uh, I was definitely feeling it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's like a 10 out of 10. One of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, and uh, that's that's all I watched. Um, I, I realized that I didn't talk about the Doctor Strange movie at all. And we don't have to really get into it. But being that you're probably never going to watch it, um, do you know, like, anything about it? Do you know, like, any of the stuff that happens in it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's... I don't know if you care, but it was, I thought it would just be cool to explain to you if you didn't already know about it, because it's pretty wacky and interesting, you know, like fucking stupid. <laughs> you think so? The, the thing is that scene where the dude was like, our boy right here can like his power, his ability is speaking. And then like, <laughs> he dies. Yeah. <laughs> that was so did you um did you see the movie no oh seen that clip, you seen that clip it's uh the context was that wanda like teleported into their universe and she took away his mouth like when when that happened and then yeah he screamed uh, and then his head fucking blew up like invented. yeah it's like why would you tell her that that's his ability <laughs> um I never thought about it that way. <laughs> I guess. You never thought about that? I thought no, that was I know. the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever seen, bro. I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. My boy right here, bro. Better watch out for him. <laughs> he can speak me back. Okay. <laughs> well, I never thought about it that way. That's true. Hmm. That was ridiculous. That's fact. So did you see the other, did you see the rest of that scene? Like, yeah, all the other his mom's spaghetti, yes. <laughs> mom's spaghetti, knees weak, arms are heavy. <laughs> oh, Jim, fucking is that his name from the office? Jim, jo John, I don't know, but I don't know. Uh, that's who he was. It was really funny seeing him turn into string cheese. I was like, no, she kills, she's killing him. <laughs> it was really cool. Did you see the part with um Professor Xavier? Yeah. Yeah, she fucking they they had a mind battle and she mind fucked him and he went ah and then he just like <laughs> fell on his chair. It was so cool. Um, I I enjoyed the movie. I I guess there were a lot of stupid moments, but they were just like so shocking. There's no Marvel movie that ever had that like degree of violence. So when I saw yeah. fucking Mister Fantastic get ripped apart and he's like ah, I'm like no, read. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, a lot of people seem to be on your side. No one likes the movie, <laughs> but I thought it was it's cute. So, is this so like I don't know, man? Yeah, I like Doctor. I like Doctor Strange too. Doctor Strange is my favorite character. That's why I was like really enthusiastic for this movie. And I think as a Doctor Strange movie, it was very good. His arc was like really cool, and he did a lot of cool shit in the movie. At least I think he did. Um, I know you're not really into the, I guess you said Batman was your favorite superhero, but besides like Batman and Spider-Man, which is like everyone's answer, do you have like a third? It's, it's, it'd be, it's, is not my second hero. Oh, who's your second? <laughs> Where'd you get that from? No, I didn't, I didn't say it was your second. Is that like a guess? A lot of people's, I said that a lot of people's first yeah. answer would be Spider-Man and Batman. I know you said Batman, but... I mean, it's like Batman, Green Lantern, Flash. Mm, black or white Green Lantern? 
I just like Green Lantern in general. Okay. Okay. I like Hal Jordan and the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> I don't know his name either. <laughs> uh, look it up. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Black Green Lantern. It's gonna be like Tyrone or something. John Stewart. Oh, John Stewart. Okay, it's just John. That's good. Glad they didn't name him some <laughs> something very uh specifically black <laughs> to try to appeal to the kids <laughs> um yeah speaking of flash if flash is your favorite superhero have you been seeing all, all these antics that Ezra miller is getting into beating the fuck out uh, bro, of I had, I had no idea until someone at work told me you have no idea. You've never seen that like clip where the woman's like laughing and he's like, "Oh yeah, you think that's funny?" No. <laughs> Look up Ezra Miller choking a bitch. That's a real clip. Yeah, that's a real clip. It's is that like <laughs> no, is that like real life or a movie? No, that's real life. That's real life. Ezra Miller choking woman. <laughs> Insane clip, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> that was so long ago. That was a really long time ago. And he's been doing insaner stuff recently. <laughs> that hasn't been caught on camera. This is like the most insane <laughs> clip I've seen in a while. Uh, I don't. Regardless of the context, I think they were like joking around. He, he, he was really aggressive. He like brought it to the ground. Bro, the, the camera was like, whoa, 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 bro, bro, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, that is insane. I know. And he's supposed to. They're supposed to. You know, they're supposed to be making a Flash movie in the same vein as like um, Spider Verse, right? I mean, not. Not Spider-Verse, like Spider-Man No Way Home, where it's like, oh my god, all the Flashes are coming together, and look, it's all the Batmans, like, in the same room. It's, it's, because, you know, Flashpoint, they want to yeah. kind of do that, um, but he's the main Flash, and he's, like, doing, st like, stupid shit. <laughs> it's like, and now they're trying to, like, replace him. How the fuck are you gonna replace him? You already made the movie. Oh my god, it's like, uh, if I was a dude at, like, Warner Brothers, I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> like, Come on, we're trying to make a movie. Dummies. He's, he's fucked, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's really insane. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, he is insane. He's in like a bunch of mainstream movies and he's been doing cray cray. He, he's been like, he's in like the Harry, the new Harry Potter shits. He's like a main character in those. It's It's so, oh man, it's really funny. Drama is is yummy yummy in my tummy. I love it. <laughs> it's it's fun. Certain stuff. Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp. I don't know who's more right or wrong, but there are some great clips from from that shit. Yeah, I know yeah. that the clips are incredible. Did you see the the one where uh, where like the lawyers asking the dude a question and like. You said objection here, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, like, again, bro. I'm not joking. This is one of the most insane clips, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh my like, god. Here's a. Here's a. <laughs> it's like, what the? Where fuck? did they find these people, bro? <laughs> uh, 
in the corner of the cafeteria where the casuals are <laughs> playing the 3ds that's where they find them <laughs> oh damn it man it's so Bro, funny this you want to know Life is crazy, Manny. You want to know what I was thinking about recommending? I was thinking about recommending Pirates of the Caribbean, but I felt like that was too on the nose. <laughs> but I do want to watch it now. I, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> okay. It seems so cool. I feel like I would enjoy it. I'll watch it on my lonesome. I'll tell you about it. Uh, Yeah, so... I got some, Go ahead. I got some movies I want to watch. Mm. Real life movies. Ooh, you got, like... Another one for the next one? You have, like, one penned up? Yeah. Yay! Okay, cool. Uh, so, uh, the only other thing is the Kendrick Lamar album. Did you listen to that? I, I, I'm not done listening to it. Yeah, I'm also trying to take my time with it. I listened to the first... I'm trying to listen, listen to it. And I listened <laughs> to the first two songs, and I'm like, okay, let me run that back. I, I think I missed something. <laughs> so, I've just been doing that, like, a lot. Um, but oh, this is the, like the first nine. Yeah. Oh wow. How many songs are on it? Eighteen. Wowzers! Big Chungus album. Hmm. Because oh, it's a double album. It's a double album. Yeah. So it's like the first nine mm -hmm. is Mr. Morale. The second, the, the second nine is the Big Steppers. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. I'll I'll listen to it with that in mind. Fucking. Did you, um, I was thinking about, you said like you like Drake a lot. What is your favorite Drake album? Do you have one? Is that like hey, views. views? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's on the tower. Mm -hmm. He's not actually on the tower, is he? <laughs> That's Photoshop. <laughs> I constantly no, think that. He, he probably has enough fucking power in Toronto to get up there. Yeah, he probably does. Fucking, I think my favorite is the, the, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. I remember in high school, I was like feverishly like refreshing, like SoundCloud and Spotify. I'm like, where is this album? And I remember I like, someone uploaded the leak and I remember I like clicked on it. I got to hear it once before I got taken down. I was like, oh my God, this is beautiful. I was like, this is amazing. This is the best shit I've ever heard. And then I remember in school, like. People are like, yo, it's out. I'm like, no way, bro. I, I just gave up. I didn't know it was out. Oh my God, it's out. And I was like, it was so, it was so good. Cause I think that album came out oh. after, after he did the future album, like the diamonds, I don't know what, the, what it's called. And I remember being so fucking mad that that album only came out on Apple Music. I was like, what the fuck, Drake? What are you doing? That's so stupid. Apple Music sucks. Especially when it first came out, that shit was ass. But um, when it came out on Spotify, I was so happy. And it was so good. It was like, uh, say again. That's, that's actually funny. Like, yeah. Do you remember that day? I remember it so vividly. I wasn't. I wasn't. I remember what the sky looked like. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, holy shit. I was really into Drake like, back then. Yeah. I, could, I just couldn't fuck with him. I just couldn't relate to what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what he's talking about. I just like his voice. <laughs> no, actually, that album is like more of a like a rap rap album. Mm. So that one's but there's a lot of songs I like on that back then in it to this day, but like yeah. I didn't really get Drake until like twenty seventeen. Mm. 
when you say get Drake, what what do you derive from him like now? Because I didn't listen to Certified Lover Boy or anything like that. Because I like Drake because Drake is very mysterious. He's a mysterious guy. Yeah. yeah. He he he. Salsa the shit he says. Song. Huh? Salsa in the cum. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> the shit he says in songs is fascinating to me. Like, mm. uh, whenever he's talking about women, like, this is a song he is called Losses. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, he's talking about this girl. He never says the girl's name. He's like, he's talking about this girl. And, like, whenever he talks about girls, which is most of the time, yeah, I really, I really tone in and, and listen because, like, I can actually relate to that because back then I wasn't getting no bitches. Right. Now I get somewhat type of bitches, you know. <laughs> so, and I actually relate, right? So, I, and plus, like he, I like his rapping style because he, he Drake doesn't say random shit. Like right. he, Drake never says like random shit, bro. Mm. Like he's always talking about someone or something, and I like trying to decipher what he's talking about. So, yeah, uh, like this one, this one song. He's like one of my favorite songs. To me, he's like. Um, He says so much like fire shit in his song. Like one is like my enemies send me a text that they can never send me. He says a lot. And he's talking about the mafia a lot. Like he clink, like he sees himself like a, as like a mafia boss. Mm-hmm. Like, he just the whole song is about that, and it's like so it's so crazy. Wow. Yeah. I see. I know people when people think of Drake, they don't think of him as like a lyricist. <laughs> yeah. But I like listening to Drake's lyrics. That's cool. That's cool. And whenever he talks about bitches, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, it's fine. It's he feels like a, uh, I don't know. Maybe these aren't very comparable, but he feels like, at least for me, like a, like a Kanye esque character where it's like, wow, I wish I could be like that, but I'm not. <laughs> and just hearing him be like, I get the pussy on the chain wax, and I'm like, oh man, Drake, it sounds so fun. I'm I'm happy for you. I'm gonna continue listening to this song and pretend I'm you. <laughs> yeah, Drake. Drake's uh Drake's just always talking about something. Yeah, dude. When Back to Back came out, when I was like in middle school, I was like, "This is the best day of my life." <laughs> I was, oh man. What was that? When when the Meek Mill diss track came out, Back to Back. Oh yeah. I was like, dude, because I was once again, I didn't. I listened to music very casually, so like. He was rapping simple enough to where I could decipher it. It was like, is that a world tour or your girl's tour? I was like, no fucking shit. No way he said that. <laughs> oh, my God. I I just love that. I thought that was so good. Oh, my God. I can't believe. You can't recover from that. Is that a world tour or your girl's tour? <laughs> yeah. That, see, that, like that, like, same thing with that dish, like, the diss, like, it wasn't very, like, hyper-lyrical, right? Right. But it's, like, it was worded in a way that, like, a try-hard or casual can enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that was an incredible, incredible time in music. It was. It was. Fucking. Ugh. Yeah. I I enjoyed Drake. I really love the motto. I know that's like an easy one, but yeah. there's like like 2000 to 2010s like rap. There's like early Lil Wayne, early Drake, 
early Eminem. Um, that's all the stuff that like really connects with me. I know that's like white boy rap, but that's the shit I was listening to. Um, yeah. What show were you listening to when you were like 10? Whatever was on the radio. What, oh, really? Yeah. On the radio. Cool. I used to be like T.I. I used to like T.I. too. Bad bitches, no mediocre. I, <laughs> he's so cool. I was like, why is his name called T.I.? Is there a reason? I don't know. It's probably his initials, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Trevor Isaiah. That's just my name, guys. It's not that cool. You know... The rappers' names always are interesting. Are they interesting now? I mean, I guess they are interesting in how everybody's just the same. It's like Xbox gamer tags, like no one cares. Is there, T.I.'s original stage name was T.I.P. Tip. Yes, I remember that. I remember looking that up. And then he had to change it because someone else was named Tip. And now, and then, and then he changed it to T.I. And he realized, oh, wow, that's actually cooler. Yeah. Yeah. But I was saying that because, like, you know how you know how Travis Scott's name is not Travis Scott. I did not know that. <laughs> what's not his name? What's his name? Dan. Is <laughs> Jaquise <laughs> <laughs> Berman Webster? <laughs> Webster. Oh, oh, that's funny. That's interesting. Um, he. It's like Tory Lanez. Like, Tory Lanez is not his name. Wow. His name is Daystar. Like, Daystar. Like a JoJo character. <laughs> Daystar. My stand is Tory Lanez. He's going to... <laughs> he's going to... Uh, that, hot verse. Come on, Tory Lanez. Drake had a bar for him. These, were, these guys are beefing. Oh, boy. They called him. Drake said... Uh, um, hold on. You can look it up. Oh, yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll be real quick. Because I know exactly where it is in the song. Mm. What song? Uh, don't, do not disturb. One of my favorite songs for me. Uh, he views? says, no, nah, it's, it's on more life. Mm. He said, okay. Uh, this is a long one. So he said, Always trying to let go of anything that will burden me. That's the reason you can feel the tension and the urgency. Last chance I get to make sure you... Last chance I get to make sure that you take it personally. Take this shit to heart. It's always executed perfectly. If we do a song, it's like taking my kids to work with, with me. You overnight celebrity. You one day star. So I told you that I'm in this bitch for eternity. I'm a reflection of all your insecurities. Behind closed doors, a lot of six God worshiping. Done talk now because there's other shit that's concerning me. He killed him. Wow. <laughs> that's so cool. The thing is, like, a lot of people don't even know he's talking about fucking Toy Lanes because no one knows his name is Daystar. Right. It was like, you won Daystar. Mm hmm. Oh, that's so fire. That's really and then, then when he said, I'm a reflection of all your insecurities, it's a mic drop right there. He could have yeah. ended the song right there. Mm -hmm. He kept going. Dude. Diss tracks are fun. When they're good. Yeah. Yeah. That was a... That was a tough one. <laughs> yeah. 
fuck man rap beef is so interesting sometimes it's like so trivial and it's like don't even make a fucking diss track shut up <laughs> but other times it's like oh my god he called his mom a faggot <laughs> it's, it's so it's good rap is fun I like rapping yeah I I just saved this Ezra Miller video to my watch later. <laughs> I was imagining me like Manny in the middle of the night. Oh my god, I, I still can't believe it. <laughs> Your Flash movie is never gonna come out. <laughs> I never I never liked Mass Flash anywhere. Yeah, he looks fucking weird. He's got a weird yeah. face. He's not manly. He's like a geek. They turned him into like yeah. a Spider Man. I always saw Flash as like a grown ass nigga that is a is a geek, but he's like a grown up. He's like early late twenties, like grown up, I'll, but he's really smart. My favorite Flash is the Justice League Flash mm -hmm. from the show. Yeah, and isn't he like that? What? Like, like when I, he's goofy. Like yeah. you only see his geek side because he's always he's the like the he's the he's the jokester there. Yeah, but clown. it's never like it's not like nerdy jokes yeah yeah he's not like he's not like a loser right right like you like first time you saw wonder woman he was trying to bag wonder woman yeah <laughs> oh that's so cool that's the type of shit i want to see but like this ezra miller version he's like i i, I have no friends like <laughs> oh, that's so funny wait you've seen justice league no oh okay. i've seen that Exactly. Yeah. Have you seen? Okay, so you haven't seen the Zack Snyder like Justice League? No. Too oh, long. That would have been so interesting to talk about. Very, very silly movie. Everything was in black and white. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that movie! Like DC has such a problem. I know. It's, it's not. It's just like the the way the movie looks is. Mm -hmm. I can't take DC series, bro. Yeah, you can't. Because, uh, like, I know they want to make, like, it dark. Not anymore. Bro, like, <laughs> like, even if you look at the last movie, like, Batman vs. Superman, I don't get why Superman's suit is so dark. <laughs> because they Isn't think it's... like the hero of the world. It's, it's the same philosophy as why the X-Men in the X-Men movies didn't wear their classic costumes. It's like, we can't make them look cool. They're going to look fucking stupid if Wolverine's wearing yellow. But it yeah. won't. Just make Superman wear the red and blue shit. He looks badass because he's Superman. Yeah, it, he should be the stark, like... Yeah, I know, right? Difference between the backdrop of the whole film. Like, mm -hmm. it's Superman. This dude is a god. Yeah. So it's like, he's wearing a fucking pure black suit matching Batman. <laughs> then Wonder Woman comes in, and she's also wearing, like, a black suit. <laughs> so bizarre. It's like, dude, can you just... Can we just get their, like, the outfits right first? Yeah. Then we fucking make a, a script. Yeah. It's so crazy, dude. I know. DC's fucked. It is fucked. They just do the standalone ones now. Batman standalone, Joker standalone, Suicide Squad is basically standalone. I don't even think their crossover is like a thing anymore. Fucking. Let's keep it like that. Yeah. They can't even do Aquaman because Amber Heard wants to be trifling. <laughs> now Aquaman's on the back burner because she had to be 
a bitch. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know who's wrong or right. I don't know. But everybody keeps making fun of her because I don't know. She trifling. Yeah, the the world the world's pretty much on Depp's side. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. The world was on R. Kelly's side and we were all wrong on that one. <laughs> so well I'll wait. I'll wait to see what the final verdict is and uh yeah. It's even still going. These these things things take so long. If yeah. I was a judge, bro, I would be. <laughs> Yo, just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> bro, watching watching the like they play it live too. Watching it like live is painful. It's like, dude, this is so trivial in the grand scheme of this like narrative. Like, I bet this is not going to amount to anything, but it's like, those are the rules. Like you have to go through every fucking nook and cranny every, you know, it's, it's so annoying. Yeah. Ugh. Did you, did you uh, see the thing with Jesse Smoye, Jesse Smollett about him lying about being a fucking, yeah. oh, dude, that's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Um, you, saw, you saw that Kendrick. Kendrick song, right? Yeah, I saw it when it when it popped up in the Ke- Kendrick song. He was like witness protection, and it popped up as his face. I was like, "No shot! Oh my lord, that's insane!" It was really that's good. So, that resonated that with me a lot. Song is incredible. Mm-hmm. I literally like one of, almost one of the best like rap songs I've ever heard. Yeah, Imagine. I really like the music video. It really enhanced the lyrics. It was that was, yeah, like you have to see the music video. Mm-hmm. Good, um, yeah, it's like it's you said, so good, sometimes like you don't know what they're talking about, but with the video, mm-hmm. like you know exactly what he's talking about, and it's like, but it's still the lyrics are still try hardy, like it never directly says Will Smith, it's you know, it it's yeah. like it's talking about him, and you can connect it if you're smart, but if you're not smart, like me, then you kind of need the deep fake, like, oh my god, Kendrick just turned into Will Smith. So, right. it's it's really oh. cool. You know, like the part when he like does the defect of Nipsey Hussle, mm-hmm. like if you just listen to the song on its own, like you wouldn't. There's no way you would just think, oh, he's talking yeah. about this guy. There's yeah. no way. And it makes me uh, want to look up like the stuff because I don't know. I know isn't that the guy that like got killed and people like theorize that I don't know. He found the cure to cancer or some shit. <laughs> I don't yeah, know about that. Apparently, he was making a documentary about Dr. Sebi. Who's Dr. Sebi? Dr. Sebi is an interesting guy. Mm. He apparently found a cure to, like, herpes. Oh. All of these uncurable shit. He found the cure, right? Right. And then he apparently got sued for it, for claiming he found it. Then he had 200. The court told him to get 200 people. That had like a doctor's note that said they were, they had this disease, and then those people, those same two hundred people, went through Doctor Sebi's thing, went back to the hospital, and were fully cured. So he won the lawsuit, and then he, was, he then he died. Whoa. Yeah. That's really interesting. Wow. Yeah. So uh, people people making conspiracies about that. Wow. Interesting guy. Holy shit. That's actually... It's interesting that Nipsey Hussle would be making a documentary about that. 
Yeah. Yeah, that song that song is really really incredible. Um I love the hook too. But I want you to want me to Yeah, is that is that from is that, a, is that from like another song? No, that's the the heart song. I know it's the heart okay. song, but is that like it sampled from something else? Or is that just no. him? Okay. That's him. Yeah. And it's it was even cooler. It's cool because, like, from the video's perspective, the first time the the first time the hook comes, mm-hmm. it's it's Kendrick doing it, right? Right. He's like, I want the hood to want me, so he's like, he wants to be like a leader to the hood, right? And he he wants to be like, it's like pretty much what this whole song is like. He he's like because of his last albums, because he talks about like black people and shit. People see him as like a leader, right? And then like he's talking about throughout the whole time he's talking about like being a leader. That's why he uses Kobe and Nipsey. And those guys were like inspirations. Especially Nipsey to like LA. Because before he died, he was doing all t- type of charity stuff, right? That's what his main goal was. So he like wanted to be like him. That's why he took the D fake or something, right? And um I'm gonna go back on that too. But then when he does the hook again, he has the D fake of Will Smith. And now it's like Will Smith is saying, "I want you to want me to." Oh, so it's like, you know, his whole situation. So that's that so was cool. really dope. That's really but cool. The thing he says about Nipsey is, is crazy because he said um, he was in Argentina and he was talking about facing the barrel of the gun, and he's like, "Should I feel resentful because I didn't reach my full potential?" And then uh, I took that as like him not being like. Him before the album coming out, or even before, never mind the album. Him not being like the true like face or like a, like a true leader of like black people like trying to uplift us and stuff. Yeah. And he said, when it comes to the Nipsey part, he said uh, when Nipsey died, he saw the when Nipsey got shot, he uh, he said maybe uh, Nipsey felt relieved because he didn't have the pressures of being like the community leader, you know. Yeah. So that's why he was aiming the gun at himself. Wow. And that was really interesting. There's a lot to dissect in the song. <sighs> that's really cool. I need yeah. to not take shame in just looking up uh, like analytical videos on like rap lyrics because there's no way I'm going to find out these things about myself. Right. That's really interesting. Yeah. I want you to... Did you listen to the that's other... Awesome hearts like of the heart no i haven't either i wonder i never even i never even like knew they were out (laughs) i never watched yeah but he he says so many he says so much he says so many good lines in the song like he says uh that's the culture crack about he's like crack about a heart to deal with the pain when you're sober by tomorrow we forget the remains we start over that's the problem our our foundation was trained to accept whatever He's going crazy. I really like that one. But yeah, John's Kendrick. Uh, I gotta listen to the whole album. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to the whole thing too. It's interesting when Kendrick wears like the Jesus crown. Um, yeah. It's you. You trust him, so you go in like, all right. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say with the context of like. 
the album cover when Kanye does it it's like Kanye what are you doing <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people I seen a lot of comments that a lot of people being upset with the whole, the whole cover thing well like we said on the last episode Christian's gonna be mad at everything but I guess I guess it's Kendrick so I don't know I know that Christianity and black culture are kind of hand in hand sometimes so maybe maybe there's less of an expectation with with that to for you to just use that imagery willy-nilly yeah i feel like i think those people jumped to the conclusion too fast though yeah they, they take it as him trying to like say he's god or something yeah it's not like kanye it's there's def he definitely is thoughtful about it um yeah yeah it's not for just sure. an ego thing he de- he seems like he seems too sincere for it to be like you got to give him malicious. a chance yeah malicious you got to hear him out yeah not to say kanye was malicious i, I think yeah right, right i think kanye was just uh narcissistic <laughs> yeah i'll say narcissistic kanye cuz you know kanye has been on his his rants and yeah his like i am a god for like the past 10 years yeah Ugh. Oh Kanye, this is a really long arc. <laughs> I, it's it's interesting. Every rapper, I don't know, I don't want to say every rapper, but rappers have arcs. It's like it's like the come up arc, the I am a god arc, and then the like I'm reflecting on being a god, and now I'm just cool. And it's like, well, now you're boring. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I It's always embarrassing for me to say this because it kind of exposes how, like, much of a whitey I am. But Eminem was like that. Eminem was, like, the, the come up, the, like, you know, he had, like, his college dropout-esque, like, first, like, three albums. And the rest are just really odd. One of them, it was clear that he was just dicking around. It's like... Come on, dude. Make something real. <laughs> like this this album sucks. Uh yeah. Eminem. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> uh, what a guy. That was terrible. <laughs> I was like on a Discord call with some friends and we were all like, yo, Eminem, Eminem's gonna like do a thing, he's gonna do a freestyle. I'm just sitting there like Oh my God! What is happening? It was the most embarrassing night ever. Oh, so many bad memories. That was terrible. It was terrible. Poor M. And especially like from like black pu- people's like point of view, they they don't even want to hear the message from him. You know what I mean? I know, right? It's so weird that he was at, like, the BET Awards. That's what it was at. It was like, the fuck? I mean, I guess I guess black people kind of like him, but I don't black know. Black people like him, but, like, the rap rap people like him, but, you know. People are like, it's not like people don't like Eminem. It's like, the rap, the rap black people like him, but people outside of that would be like, why is this white guy? Blah, 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 blah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but yeah, it's I think it's like it's like Kendrick did it. I feel like people would yeah. You guys can send the same bullshit. People would listen to. <laughs> I well, that shit was terrible. I remember seeing that shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was in I was like in awe. <laughs> I was uh, in awe. I have uh, some moments in my brain like screen capped of like times where you've gone <gasps> like 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 you've just like made a face and like when I <laughs> When I said when I was when we were talking about the canceling thing, and I said like the fifteen year old raped the older person, and you went oh, like I, I'll never forget that face like in my head it was so genuine, and I just think about that every single time like you say that you do it. I'm just like oh wow that's what Manny looked like while he while he watched Eminem. <laughs> uh. Dude, yeah, bro. I- you know it's bad if I'm fucking getting that reaction. Yeah. I've heard a lot of criticisms about Eminem being someone who uses the genre that was... I'm not smart enough to articulate this, but I heard something along the lines of, like, you are doing rap, but your whole gimmick is that you are, like, the outlier because you are not part of the community, but you acknowledge the art form and you're using the art form to do your own like white rap if that makes any sense and that in and of itself is like lame and it kind of shows like a lot of people that don't listen to rap rap listen to eminem i'm one of those Mm -hmm. people and um i take no shame in admitting that but it is it is um it's telling of my character if i tell people i like eminem you can infer that i don't like I'm not saying I dislike, but you can infer that I don't listen to like Nipsey Hustle or something like that. I think I, I think I think black people bug a lot. Yeah. They trip, they trip over the most things. Like Eminem I've never seen Eminem as like I never thought of Eminem like Especially growing up, I never thought of him as like Eminem's the white rapper. You mm. know what I mean? I never like labeled him as that. Yeah. And like, you get. It's like he's never done anything. Like, like he's never done anything. You know what I mean? Like, right. He never said anything crazy like that. So I never like seen him like that. But a lot of, a lot of, like I said before, like a lot of a lot of black people just be like he's white. Mm-hmm. He must have had like privilege, and now he's like stepping on like uh, a black thing and getting rich off our genre of music, you know? Yeah. But I've never seen it like that. Have you I heard mean, of like Little Dicky? Yeah. Do you feel like he? It's weird because not even him, because he plays his role. Like he's more of a. Uh... He knows his place, kind of. He knows his place. Like that's why when he made that song with Chris Brown and him switching bodies to Chris Brown. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about so he's like, Oh shit, I'm Chris Brown, I'm so cool. I can say the N word now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. Like that's when, the when joke. Chris Brown was when Chris Brown was him, he was like, I'm a fucking loser, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Cause he knows his role and he doesn't like overstep his role. Yeah. And he's more of a comedian, so I'm not gonna like, you know. Yeah. But he's yeah. he's he's funny. I think the criticism. Yeah, that's true. I think the criticisms about Eminem was that he does not know his role sometimes. Like, what I was saying about like people not liking Eminem and stuff, that was born from like Eminem being like, look at all these rappers like nowadays, like, you know, 
like I was on the up and up. Like I started this. It's like, it's like, like you, people felt like those statements were invalid and he was like, not right for saying that. This was like a very passive thing. I was watching like a streamer that I really like, and he was just talking about that. And I was like, oh, wow, I've never had that perspective before. Um, like he was saying how Eminem like makes fun of mumble rappers or whatever, but like quote unquote mumble rappers are like not, it's like a natural evolution of the genre. And it's not like this phase is bad. It's like you have always been an outlier and you've never really been in it to begin with. So shut up and don't pretend like you're a pillar of the community. Like you were popular, but you never, you, you did not inspire like all these black rappers, you know, I don't, I don't know the validity to that, but that's, that's where the, the criticism came from. I think I never heard those statements. Yeah. It was just from like, just a guy that I watch. I don't really, I don't know about those statements either. But Bro. another thing about Eminem and his his freestyle, <laughs> you remember by, you remember by the end, and he's like, I have it right here. He's like, and if you can't decide who you like more in your split, on who you should stand beside, I'll do it for you with this. He's he's like, fuck you, and he's like. <laughs> 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 the rest of us the rest of America stand up we love our military <laughs> we love our country but we hate Trump <laughs> uh, I remember him just like taking like a few deep breaths like, oh, <laughs> I know yeah that was a shit show Man, that's the awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not, dude. It's weird because like, I'm. It's so hard for me to be critical about music because, you know, mom spaghetti, knees weak, arms are heavy. Like that kind of lyric, is, it's like not bad, but it is like yeah. a little. I don't want to say lame, it's, but it's a little like lamey. And the it's, awfully, corny. It's, it's corny. That's the right word. Awfully hot coffee pot is corny, but it's not good enough to pass like while being corny. So it's just corny and no good. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, maybe if he was doing it fast enough, maybe if the, if it wasn't like a freestyle and he, and there wasn't instrumental and he said it, maybe it would like fly over my head. Maybe I'd hear him say it. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Maybe if he wasn't, maybe if he was, wasn't white and had like 20 black people behind him, <laughs> I could be to you worse talking about Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hated the Trump era. Not because I, I cared about Trump, but because everyone cared about Trump. And it's just like, okay. shut up this is so boring they talked about it in tv shows they talk about it in movies there was a fucking anime and trump was in the anime i'm like get out of my anime trump please <laughs> uh, it was just like especially at the beginning there's almost like mass hysteria dude yeah like i remember being in engineering class in Brockton high this hispanic shorty was like 
telling the teacher, she's like, like yeah, don't you want Donald Trump to fail? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's going to be a bad parent. He's going to be the worst president. And the teacher was just like, uh, we don't know yet. And I respect him for that answer. Yeah. Because I had this history teacher, junior year, dude. This dude was like, add his own politics into the lesson yeah anytime he had it. i'm not even joking this mm-hmm. dude would be like we're, we talk about hitler but he'd be like hitler would do this and this and this and he'd be like it's kind of what donald trump is doing right now i'm like dude <laughs> shut the fuck up yeah. dude that's like, so annoying i wish like i was joking like this dude would literally do that all the time remember when one day like i remember one day i'm not even like i wasn't even like a trump i didn't care right right and I know, like, the president's not going to affect me. I'm still coming to school tomorrow. Right. I was like, yo, is Trump that bad? Yeah. And then the girl at the back of the class said, his hair is ugly. And I was like, and everyone started laughing. I was like, okay. I, I hate that shit, man. It's so, it just, it's, it's fucking, it's like, it's like being a casual towards, like, very, important things it's like being a casual to politics like what did trump do that was bad and then saying uh his hair is ugly like shut the fuck up never open your mouth about anything important ever again if that's gonna be like your response it just shows that you go with like you hop on a bandwagon you don't form your own opinions if you were in a debate you wouldn't really be able to have a back and forth about it you Mm -hmm. know i i am like consciously ignorant and stupid towards all of this stuff so whenever anybody asks me about that or brings it up i'm just like i don't know bro i i, I don't yeah. know anything people were like yo you should vote like in the first year of college i'm like i don't know what's going on i've never <laughs> known what's going on i'm never gonna vote <laughs> i don't i don't know who to vote for <laughs> who is even who is even running i like i don't even know like it's just so popular <laughs> People, the and, hate for Trump was the thing that made people be like, yo, please vote this. Yeah. Thing. But because I don't know. If you wasn't voting for Biden, you right. were effectively ruining the chances of Biden getting elected. Right. So if you didn't vote, you were still a bad guy. Yeah. But the whole thing with the last election was that, like, the popular vote went to Hillary, but Trump still won because of the electoral mm-hmm. vote. So that I was like, it's like people fucking forgot about that. I was like, why the fuck should I vote? My vote clearly doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's just yeah. like, I was like, shush. <laughs> and I don't it know. Doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. It's the electoral. Yeah. I will never, I don't like to harbor. I've, I think I've said this before, but like a motto I try to live by is, never harbor strong opinions about things that you like don't really know anything about i will i i did i never knew about that electoral thing imagine if if like like the last election before that i'm like yo you should really vote your vote matters and then that shit happens the next month like the next thing it's like that's so embarrassing it's so embarrassing to be wrong because it's just like well now i'm never gonna listen to anything you say again because you were you were just blatantly wrong when you pretended like you were right so I just I'm honest about the fact that I don't know shit and that I'm wrong about everything yeah. <laughs> don't give a damn who's the president bro 
Until it affects me, then I'll start giving it. <laughs> yeah. The president has never affected me, so. I know it's such like a small way of thinking, but I'm just a guy. I can't. I hey, can't bro, think that big. Bro, yeah, bro. I got bigger shit to deal with, bro. <laughs> like I will never, ever, ever be that guy. Like, like protesting against a president. I really don't care that much. Yeah. I have. I have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Dude, like, uh... bro. Like I have like. Bro, like, I would rather just stay home and watch fucking mid all day. <laughs> bro, me too. Me too. Like, bro, like, like, bro, like, bro, I, I don't have enough money to feed my kids tomorrow. Like, are you talking about going to a boat? <laughs> uh, like, yeah. Bro, I don't care, bro. Bro, the world is not going to get better. Or it's not going to get that much better yeah. with each president. It's just like, who cares? It's like, ugh. I don't know, man. And it's like, Trump, go ahead. Trump wasn't that fucking bad either. Like, if he was I, bad, like, he I'm was. Like, I'm to say, like, I know what the fuck he did the last four years. Mm-hmm. But I don't. But he didn't do anything detrimental. So it's like he didn't do anything I, to the point where like I'm gonna see it. But but that's the thing too, where like things happen in the world that we just don't see. Like mm-hmm. our perspective is funneled through like the internet and and what pops up on our feeds so the most important things probably don't pop up on our thing so like it's it's hard for me to be like well he didn't even do anything when really it's just i didn't see him do anything some some really i don't know i hear some very critical things about obama and it's like people the hype was just so high that people weren't talking about those things you know it's like yeah well, I remember, like, like Trump being the first president to go to North Korea and shit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. It literally, like, walked across the border. <laughs> Shook. Yeah. I thought that was dope. Do you know about North Korea, though, and how it's, like, very, yeah. like... Who doesn't know about North Korea? I know. I honestly didn't until recently. There was, like, a, there was like a Joe Rogan... I know people... That know. movie... Huh? You seen that movie? Oh, I I knew about that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I knew about did that you see movie. It? Yes, I did. I I watched it when it came out. Did you watch it when it come when it came out? I I liked it. <laughs> it was it was really funny. I like Seth Rogen. Um, yeah. Fucking. But yeah, I, I've also seen that the the podcast you're talking about with the, the lady talking. Yeah, that was insane. And I just kind mm-hmm. of. I came on that like on a whim. Like I didn't even see other people talking about it. I just looked at the description. I'm like, oh. And then I clicked on it and I was like, no shot. No shot. Really? That's happening? <laughs> no shot. I was, I was so surprised. What does no shot mean? I just say that as a joke. Was that, was that the wrong like context? It's like no shit. Oh, no shit. Oh, no. I mean, not, not I no shit. It means like no way, no way. Okay. That's. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was like, it's like no, no way. You used it in the right way, but okay. Okay, so, <laughs> so, it's so weird. <laughs> the way I used it, or or the thing. No, it's not. It's like the it, the word, the phrase. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no shot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I love the things that black people come up with. I'm trying to keep up with the trends. I, I, I don't, that's not black people. That's not black people. That's white people. Oh no. Oh. That's white streamers. Oh no. <laughs> Dang it! 
Ugh, come on. I think I think it came from like Warzone. People getting <laughs> shot in like in a weird way, but like, no shot. Like, <laughs> it just took over. Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a black thing. It doesn't sound like something a white person would say. It sounds Really? Really? I don't know. It's no, too it's cool. Hmm. No shot, Charlie. Fuck. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> What would black people say? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Nigga. <laughs> Negro. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fucking politics, man. I think I think we got movies to talk about. Yeah, we've been going on for wow. Oh my god, exactly an hour on my little timer went by. Yeah, good good timing. All right. Uh. Um, I am always going to throw the ball in your court if you want to pick the movie first. Like, if you want to pick, like, the order. Summer Wars. Okay, Summer Wars. The second, Mamoru hosted a joint. Um, This one was about... the uh, It's like... Decadence, kind of? <laughs> like, they go and they have a whole community in in the digital world... And there's a whole like section of the world that happens in the digital space, like Ready Player One. Everybody uses this digital realm, and uh, the digital realm gets like hacked, and then they have to like save it. Um, and it focuses on this little family and this main character who's not really a part of the family, but he's just kind of there trying to save it. And um, it's very reminiscent of the uh oopsie it's very reminiscent of like the the digimon movie i didn't watch it but i know that the plot of this movie of like oh my god a nuke is gonna fucking like blow up japan and we we gotta figure it out on our fucking little computer at our mom's house like that that's literally like the plot of digimon um and i i was very surprised by this movie i enjoyed it a lot i i genuinely loved it yeah it meant it actually meant a lot to me. I I really liked the it just resonated with me, um, oddly enough. I mean, I like the girl who left through time. And Mamoru Hosoda's like style and aesthetic, like the way he uses the camera, the way he does the music, and how he like does the emotional beats, um, and how like when crazy shit's happening, like I love how the characters like their skin color like gets darker and their eyes like their pupils get like super big and there's like a black outline. I love the way he does that. Um, I love how he integrates the music. I love how the music like sometimes just be cutting out completely. Um, and I just, I really, I really liked it. Um, it's, it's tough for me to put into words. Uh, it's unlike anything I've, I've really experienced. Uh, I, I had a great time. And I imagine that being that this is like, all on the computer and blah 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 blah. I kind of finished it thinking like there might be a lot of plot holes. There might be a lot of like stupid shit in this movie, but I wasn't I was really gripped by the story to the extent where I wasn't thinking about that. Um but what did you think about it? Okay, so uh going in. Yeah. I thought off the cover, 
I thought this was gonna be a movie about like two families fighting. Okay. Not fist fighting, but fighting in a way like probably over land or something, right? Interesting. What's the cover what for you? Uh, the one the the families behind them. This one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think my guess is my guess would be too far off, right, from the name in it. So you never uh, saw like, cause the way I don't have it with me, but the the whole gimmick is that there's this cover with them as normal people, and then there's an alternate cover with their avatars. So it's like the same like placing, and it's just like their digital world self. I never seen that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Have, have uh, you ever seen but, clips uh, of this I see, movie? I see it. I see it. I see it now. Yeah. I like this cover. It's the game one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like the meaning it has in tandem with the other one. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So you've never seen clips of this movie before. There were no parts where you're like, "Oh my god, that's the thing." No, I've seen I've seen the girl's avatar before. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. I've definitely seen clips of the rabbit like fighting and stuff. I was like, "Holy shit, that's so cool!" But yeah, go on. So, yeah, when like, when the movie opens up with the Oz thing, mm -hmm. I knew I wasn't gonna like this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it starts off the Oz thing. I already have a bad taste in my mouth. Then when he goes over to their house, I was like, okay, okay. That was cool. Then I just really, I really, I really couldn't get behind what was happening. Right. Um, um I, first, I, I fell asleep halfway through the first time I watched it. Mm hmm. And I I never fall asleep during movies. Mm -hmm. The only time I fell asleep was with Yamada. Jinro. Huh? You said you fell asleep in Jinro. Yeah. Yamada's in Jinro. Mm -hmm. That's it. I like never fall asleep. But I, I fell asleep at this one. Do you? I I personally don't feel like falling asleep during a movie dictates the movie's like nah. being bad or anything. <laughs> I don't think so. Either. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I'm just tired. Oh. I fell asleep watching Attack on Titan. I'm just sleepy. <laughs> Sometimes I just go to sleep. I don't know, bro. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Okay, this case, that case. But this one, I fell asleep like halfway through. Then when I went back, watched it. I went like a quarter into it and then watched it again. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I, I just couldn't get behind what was happening. Like, I just couldn't like right. add that. I guess. Mm -hmm. I feel like... <laughs> It's extremely you know, it out funny. there. It's it's really you know, like, it's yeah. It's funny that like the, the kid would be like fighting in the world, and then like in real life, you're like <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or when like when the the monster turned into like when the bad guy turned into the big monster and he was like grabbing him. Yeah. And the kid was they're like move, bro, move, and he's just like <laughs> in real life, I just can't. I yeah. Can't. I can't get behind it. I, okay. I can't, bro. Yeah. He's like in real life. He's like, <laughs> like, I, like I've never done that. You've never done that. I really resonated with no. that scene. There are so many times where I'm playing a video game, like when I'm playing COD and I'm like in a shootout with someone, and I'm just like, what do I do? What do I? Do? What do I? Do? Like, what do I do, bro? And then yeah. and then I just die. And I and I I, like, think about it I watch the kill cam and I'm just like, 
there's nothing I could have done right there. <laughs> I've never like like made like extreme visual like faces or like right. body movements. Like and I think my like when I'm playing Mortal Kombat, I might be like but I'm never like I put the controller down when I'm losing. <laughs> have you ever had like a very dramatic one v one? I though I had a group that I played with and we fought a lot, like unironically like we had fights and the way that we would fight is we'd like all right bro 1v1 me on on fucking this map with with bulldog only no no shot bro no shot and, and like i would react that way like oh like so it was <laughs> i never reacted like that bro. okay you okay. to like a fighting game like I'm, that's to me that's like me versus keandru and naruto <laughs> Me about to get fucking flawless victory and I throw my controller down. Wait, are you about to get flawless victory or Keandra? Yeah, I'm about to I'm about to get shitted on. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna hit this I'm gonna hit this to buy at the lunch table. Bro, you know that he would hold that against you too. You know, it'd be like, like yeah. any little thing, like, "Yo, Keon, you're gonna eat your apple slices." Oh yeah, well, I beat you in Mortal Kombat. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh. But yeah, uh, I just I couldn't get behind it, and I the odds thing, you know, like the the whole world is connected here, and like someone being able to do this much damage to the world, I don't know. Yeah, I I just couldn't. I couldn't just I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. So me I didn't I didn't really like it. Gotcha. Yeah, um, it was it was definitely over the top. It was very yeah. uh... And then the whole mood thing. It's like another thing, like they they trap the, the glitch or whatever the dude is. Mm -hmm. The hack. And then the dude just fucking moves the fucking ice. Yeah. Fucking god. <laughs> that pissed me off. Bro. Really? Yeah, I can understand. I was so angry. Then, yeah. The whole nuke thing. It's like And it's like, what is the world doing while this is going on, bro? Is everyone just watching this fucking Japanese family save the world? Oh no no no. Like no one even knows it's happening. That's that's why that's why I think it's like kinda cool because it's just like it's like their family conflict is so dramatic that the world is at stake but at the end of the day it's really just about their family despite the world like dying yeah i see that but it's like someone because since oz is connected to the world and since japan is so fucked up oh yeah i forgot about that oz is connected so yeah everybody was on their phones like yeah go guys so yeah everybody did kind of yeah yeah and i, I just can't it's just too it's too much bro for me. right mm -hmm. that's fair uh, it was too much. Yeah. So no, I, I didn't really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But that's that's my initial. Yeah, impression. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I um, I I knew about this plot going into it. I knew what the story was going to be, and I I was just uh, very pleasantly pleased because this is basically this is a plot. This is a lot of things are like this. Ready Player One is basically the story mm -hmm. of that decadence is very similar it's very similar to decadence it's very similar 
to the Matrix, honestly. You know, they go inside like a little computer game and they fucking fight the AIs and stuff. It's uh, it's very similar to that. And I, I really like how, um, you know, I was making the comparison with like Call of Duty and stuff and playing with my friends and being on there. And I like how, I said this with the girl who left through time, but I feel like Mamoru Hosoda does a really good job at making things that are like artificial, like a video game or like the internet breathing kind of heart and, and, uh, an emotion into those kind of environments. Cause at the end of the day, like Oz was made by people. Right. And I don't know, like call of duty was made by human beings. Right. So when I play call of duty and I hop in the thing and, and, you know, I have a really cool moment with my friends and, it's like a really triumphant thing. It's I'm I'm on the phone with my friends and while we are on the computer holding a fucking controller, not with each other in real life, it's still it's still like a really like resonant connecting thing. And there's like a lot of like emotion and like passion in the fucking video game world. And I like whenever that is expressed in a movie, because it makes me think about of like when I was online with my friends gaming and we was like bro fight the boss you got hey we fucking did it bro it was it just made me think about that and i feel like i feel like that's what he was going for um yeah uh so you're saying like oz is like you resonate with it because like because you were a gamer Mm -hmm. yeah because i'm a gamer and i play i didn't take that away i didn't take that away because oz is this more than a video game right yeah it's the internet it's like it's the whole space um yeah it's like like the dudes the dude at the beginning like they're like engineers for us right i feel like that would be cooler than like a video game developer you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. i'm not saying that they're lame but like, yo i'm an engineer for us like Oz, everyone uses Oz, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. I feel like Oz, I feel like for it, for it being like everything in the internet world, I feel like they could have had a better design for it. Uh, visually? Like like yeah. the way it looked? That's fair. Yeah. Instead of like an all white blank backdrop. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it looked dry, compared, especially compared to Paprika. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, that's how I feel about Oz. Let me look at my notes. I think yeah. I took something. Nope. I only took notes on Blade Runner. Yeah, that's okay. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how, I, that's how I feel. I really got nothing to say. Uh, I think... I'm, I'm so tired of anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, me too. <laughs> but it's different. It's like, like I just, I can't stand like when anime characters get kissed and they like they fucking go crazy. Mm. And like I, I, I know everyone's like different, and some people are like extremely shy, bro. But yeah, it would have been just a cool send off if he just didn't fucking do that to me. If he, if he didn't do what? If he didn't like get kissed, turn all red, fucking faint. <laughs> uh, it's, it's too goofy like it's yeah. like maybe say like the main character because we can see how shy he is at the start right 
actually barely shy. He took the initiative to go on this fucking trip with the girl. How's he gonna like? Oh, I'll go with you. Like, and then like, I don't know. That's so weird to me. Like, how would you go on this one-on-one trip? It's not one-on-one. But how would you like quickly like, yo, I'll go on this trip with you. But if she kisses you on the cheek, yo, but you're stripping out. Yeah. You feel like, that's kind of weird to me. Like, it, it's like. It, it, to me, it doesn't really add up because at the start, he, if he's really that shy, he would be like, uh, "I don't want to go. Uh, I just want to play Oz." <laughs> well, he wants but, he wants the girl, but I, I, I think there are times where I've I've been shy to approach the girl, right? And then mm-hmm. I do ask the girl to the dance, or I do ask them out, and I'm still shy as I go out. So. I... That's fair, but like for like a kiss on a cheek. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the movie should have been like he should have had a character arc somewhere in there. Where he about was... his friends. about his shyness, shyness about his feelings about the girl or something. Mm-hmm. Imagine like he grew like instead of being shy throughout this whole fucking trip, he gained confidence from saving the fucking world mm-hmm. that he was. Fucking... Got the balls and kissed that thing. Right. Yeah. Does he have an arc? His arc is um, turning into a man and defending the family because that was like the whole thing when she like yeah when the grandma the like talked to him. Is, like very feminine, right? Right. Yeah. That that could have been another stepping stone to his arc, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like that right. Not enough for me. That's valid. I I really connected with the main character by being the shy gamer fucking bitch that I am. Um, but also like in that setting that they were in one reason why this movie resonated with me a lot was just the whole family thing that they had going on. I love the house and I love that this movie is just in this giant ass house that they all like group in together whenever Mm -hmm. they, um, whenever they like hang out, uh, for like their family get-togethers, and I love the dynamic with like all the family members and how this one kid is like an outlier, but he's immediately accepted into this like mold, even though he's not really a part of the family at all, and he's just like a friend. Like I, I resonate with that a lot because I have a, I don't know if this is the right vocabulary, but I have a like surrogate family. They are not my blood family, but whenever Christmas or Thanksgiving happens me and my family go over to them and we are not related to them at all, but we are basically considered family because we're just friends with them and that's who we hang out with. And I really do feel like that because they, they all know each other. They all hang out with each other all the time. They all have their click. And then it's me, the gamer. (laughs) It's like, so it, I feel, I feel very um, connected to this movie because it's, it it feels very much like my family. Like I can draw a lot of parallels to each family member mm-hmm. in that sense. Um, and the arc he has in the movie where he gets more connected to the family is an arc that I can resonate with because I love my family, even though personally, like all of my attributes and all of my flaws don't really change. My love for my family does uh, flourish whenever like I'm there or whenever there's like something I don't know that that bolsters that and I really that's that's why I connected with the movie um that's that's why it resonated with me a lot I I loved that element of it so much I really liked the grandma I can connect that grandma to like the grandma 
over there. Um, I can really connect the fucking uncle or whatever that that brings the giant fucking boat for the electricity. I can I can connect to that other like nerd who's like while everyone's eating at the table, it's like they're on the fucking computer in the back room. Like I, you know, I have someone in my family like that too. It's it's really cool. And like there's like the aunt that's like like dresses all nice and you know for for their age they're like super attractive like there's there's that like aunt too um i connected to that aspect a lot i loved the family dynamic and the thing you were saying earlier with like the ice where it's like oh dude come on like i was thinking the exact same thing but i wasn't mad at the movie um i was i was i was more mad at the character but i i, I fucking empathize with that cuz i know i know people who would be doing shit like that in my family, I know, I know people who would be, be acting that way because they're just not paying attention. I love, I love how everybody in that scene where like they're trying to save the world, everyone's just in different rooms and everyone's doing their own thing. Um, you know, when Thanksgiving happens, you got the kids playing the video games. You got, you know, some people watching TV. You got some people in the dinner room. Uh, the girls over here, the guys over here, and I love. I love how everyone's separated in that. And I love how like the dude comes, grabs the ice, like while the kids like are like playing on the computer. It's like, bro, what are you doing, bro? Like bring back the ice, you idiot. It's that's something I, I connected with a lot. I thought that was, I was, I was very surprised at how it tapped into that really personal uh, side of me. Cause usually when we watch anime movies, it's like, I don't know. Usually it doesn't like hit, hit our hearts like that like a ghibli movie or something you know usually it's just like oh that was fun like they went to space and they fought an alien or some shit but this one kind of did uh i i feel comfortable saying that this resonated with me on par with like um like a ghibli movie it felt very real it felt it felt very uh personal for me that's that's like the main thing that i that I loved about the movie. And I, I did, I did like the digital world, um, because it reminded me of, of, uh, being online with my homies, not even just call of duty, but like, I don't know, maybe Minecraft would be like a better example. You know, when you're just in like a server and there's like mad people in the server and it's like, you go to your friend's house in Minecraft and it's like, Hey, Hey Jesse, what's up? in minecraft and he's got his dog and you like talk to each other like through the game as if it's like its own world so the the whole idea of oz being like this thing that everybody can use that everybody operates in that's kind of how it was for me as a kid when i came home the real world wasn't anything to me i came home and minecraft was my world that's what i fucking went to um so I, I love that aspect. I love stories about people defending the world through like the computer. And I, I like I like that element of it. I really liked all the parts with the rabbit guy and he like he was going hard on the thing. I can I can empathize with that. Not being the rabbit guy that's actually good at the game, but being that guy that like cheers on your friend that's like amazing at the game. It's like bro, go, go, go. Um that was cool. There's there's probably a lot of other things that I have to say, but that's that was the heart of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I got a I got a question. Yeah. How did Love Machine get this guy's account? He did 
the math problem, right? Yeah. And the math problem, I'm just like retracing the movie. I think that's how it all started, right? The math problem. Yeah, uh, you got the math problem wrong, though. Apparently, other people got it right, though. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. So, this this is another thing I was saying. Like, doing, if we were to argue like plot holes and stuff, I wouldn't doubt that there are some in this movie. Like, there are things mm -hmm. that don't make sense. So, uh, I'm not fully prepared to like defend the movie in that regard but i honestly don't remember uh, his account through the math problem but then you know it's revealed that he got the problem wrong mm. yeah there's a lot of things in this movie that i don't fully understand uh and i'll i'll have to give it another rewatch to see if to see if any of it makes any sense um i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know either and, uh... You know the the major the major battle at the end. Mm -hmm. I don't understand the game. Yeah, so Me I don't really care. Mm -hmm. That's fair. It was going so fast to the point where like understanding it, I don't even think would add to it like at all. Yeah, it's like when you watch people play chess in like an anime. It's like yeah, I don't get it, but they're not even really showing the game, so who cares? Um, they're doing Kogias. Oh, I've never seen Code Geass, so I wouldn't know. They play You've never seen Code Geass. I know. There's a lot of anime I haven't seen. I'm such a bad boy. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> Is it good? Absolutely. Okay. I'll watch it one of these days. Yeah. yeah. Summer Wars. Summer Wars. Uh, I I had a good time with this one. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh... Like I said, it reminded me a lot of a Ghibli movie. Uh, it resonated with me a bunch. I think I'm going to give this movie an 8 out of 10. I I really enjoyed it. It was very good for me. Give it a 5. Do you like it more than The Girl Who Left Through Time or less? <laughs> I know they're both in the 5 range, so they might as well be the, the same. The Girl Who Left Through Time is better, but... Mm. Throughout through time, called like four of your names. Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I'll have to figure that one. All right. So you want you want to pick the next one? Come on. <laughs> you can pick. I pick. I pick the first one. Okay. Um. We'll talk about Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. The final cut. Yeah. So the story behind that is that there's like. A lot. Like yeah, because they called it the director's cut and then it wasn't the director's cut. It wasn't his real vision. So then they did it again. And I don't know. I didn't know there were like seven cuts, but I know there's a lot of versions that are not his version. And then the final cut is really his version. So yeah. uh, very interesting <laughs> movie. I think I would have liked the definitive edition more than the final cut. Mm, I don't even really know the differences between them. Uh Talk the definitive edition was pretty much the dude's fucking vision, but it didn't have like the green tint to it. The movie was green. You felt like it was greeny. Yeah. Mm. I'll have to look at them side by side to see the difference. It's a good YouTube video. Okay. Real quick, 
Have you seen the other ending though? Um, I think the other ending is when he drives away with, but that's yeah, like the, the that's already like the main ending. It's like an extra scene, I guess, but right. Yeah, the ending sucks. So what's the difference between them? I honestly don't remember. That ending is just like it's way more. It's on the like, nose. Yeah, it's on the nose. But so, the director wanted it to be in. Uh, and so so what tell tell me what it is because i think it's that but is it anything else like what no that's it but like the thing with the other versions is that the other versions had narrators yeah and like that and feels the, really you know, bad lot, yeah and it was like imagine if jinro had a narrator like said everything <laughs> the narrator just said everything yeah it's like made for someone that watches like Jinro or Ghost in a Shell and goes, that's boring. And it's like, all right, how can we make this not boring? And that's like their fix. And um, I can acknowledge that even for me, like sometimes I watch a Ghost Ghost in a Shell or Jinro and I'm like not really entertained, but that's that's not the point of the movie and you shouldn't ruin it by that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least there's two versions. One's for casuals and one for tryhards. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I see, I see. Wow. Yeah, it it does yeah. look completely different, yeah. This this is fucking the Matrix. <laughs> it does look like the Matrix, yeah. Before the Matrix. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think I would have liked the director's cut. I feel like the colors would have popped. Even though, like, I can see why they went for the greeny yeah. thing. I feel like it would be, like, more moody. Yeah. I feel like the director's cut, I feel like the the flashiness of the future would have popped on more. Yeah, I do understand where you're coming from, but what you just said about like Moody and like the original being flashy, I think that was the goal to make it like the opposite of flashy and make it feel kind of like it's the future world, but it's like our modern world, depressing and ugly and lame, even though there are tall buildings, even though there are like giant skyscrapers and neon lights. I say that because uh, I feel like because this movie spends a lot of time outside. Yes. I feel like with the neon lights and shit, I still feel like it would have the, the director's cut would have had would have got the job done. You mm-hmm. want the movie? I feel like just the I feel like the the scenery. Yeah. Especially when he shot the first bitch. Yeah. I feel like the scenery would have looked dope. Yeah, the cinematography does kind of sell it a lot, even without the lighting. Um, yeah. but even but no it's whatever we watched the final cut mm-hmm. and it's still good yeah um, yeah did you enjoy it this, I love this movie this movie reminds me of Wicked City yeah yeah that's that's I was not expecting you to say that that's a very I understand I understand that it yeah. looks it looks like it quiet well Wicked City's not quiet but like when they're driving and stuff and they're in the it's outside. Like the main character, the main characters remind me of each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Fucking the girl kind of remind me of each other. Yeah. Yeah. When she let her hair go. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she let her hair go, I was like, damn, she's gorgeous. Yeah. She's so attractive. I love like, and it's so, I don't want to compare it to cyberpunk, but it, it, it's so like futuristic-y, like her dress and the way she looks like fucking Josuke with her hair. Um, 
<laughs> it's so cool. I, I love her. She's so, and that's, and her being attractive, like actually is important to the story. Cause she's like, she's, cause she's a replicant and you're supposed to like, think she's like beautiful and like fall in love with her in the same way that Deckard falls in love with her. I, I really like her character and just her outfit yeah. and design. Yeah. She looks dope. Um, yeah. The, me. The, I was just going to say in regards to like it feeling like Wicked City, it felt very much to me like uh, Cowboy Bebop and mm. it felt like uh, Jinro and Ghost in the Shell. Um, I rewatching the movie, it kind of has nearly the same fucking story as Ghost in the Shell, which is so interesting to me. I think tonally and, and like aesthetically, it's the most similar to Ghost in the Shell. Like, it has it has the Cowboy Bebop has a lot of fingerprints from from this film, but the music in Bebop is very different. It's jazz. In Ghost in the Shell, it's like synth, like wow, 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 and that's what this movie is too. Uh, and all this stuff with like memories and shit. It reminded me of those things a lot, and I I genuinely think that all those things were like heavily inspired by this. I feel like. Uh, I feel like Ghost in the Shell, I think it's, I think Oshi like directly was like, yeah, Ghost in the Shell wouldn't exist without Blade Runner. Like that's where I get a lot of that from. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. It's yeah. it's cool that we're talking about it because we love Bebop and we talk about Jinro and this is kind of where it all began. Uh, this is like the first version of that. It's like we're doing our homework, our movie homework. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard Blade Runner, I've heard about it all my life. Mm-hmm. It's my first time watching it. I went completely blind. I'm really happy I watched it. Um, yeah. For me, I don't like Deckard. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> he's he's really. I okay. My my biggest criticism of this movie is Harrison Ford. He's like, he's he's lame. He's he does not. I don't think Deckard. I don't dislike the character. I think that Harrison Ford just makes him like stupid. Um, he's so not cool based on like the dude's performance. Um, yeah. He's supposed to be the centerpiece of the movie, you know. Uh, it's it's tough because it's it's like he barely talks, right? So like, how what what does he do wrong? Is it the performance? Is it the writing? Is it like the character itself? I think like, it's the I think it's the look. Mm-hmm. It's it's that romance scene. Yeah, that was ter- that was crazy. Yeah, that's that's one thing I was waiting to ask you about. What did you think of that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can talk about that later if you don't want to talk about it now. Deckard is just so boring. And it's how can he be boring in this setting? Yeah. Um even if he's like I know like he's like a replicant. <laughs> it's like still like uh I feel like his clothes like he's so drab. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's po- the trench coat's supposed to be cool, but I don't know, it's everybody else cool. looks cool. <laughs> yeah. It's I don't know. He, I, was, I I think for the most part it's the look. Everyone else in this movie looks awesome. And he like looks like yeah. a normal guy. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just looks he looks drab. And uh, you know, talking about the the 
the, the romance scene. It's like, you know, Wicked because I felt like I was watching Wicked City. Right. That's not a bad thing. Because I felt like I was watching Wicked City. It was like, Wicked City had, like, the heartfelt romance, right? Yeah, right. And this one is just, like, mm-hmm. this one is so, like, bizarre. Yeah, I have a very specific interpretation of that that is is very ambiguous, but the way that I interpreted it was that he's talking to her um, about, like, being a replicant and trying... I don't remember exactly the conversation they're having, but she's sad that like she's a replicant and that like she's not real and none of her memories are hers and that she's basically not alive or like not a real person and she feels bad. Um, So, but they're kind of flirting and they're kind of having like a little bit of a back and forth, but she's still upset. So she runs out of the room and he, when he like slams the door and he like tells her not to leave to me, that's that's the at least I believe the idea, and at least how I derived it. He's he's stopping her from leaving because she's gonna stay sad if she leaves. Um, if she does not accept the current reality of things that she's a replicant and that she's not a real person or whatever, um, then she's just gonna be depressed and she's gonna be upset that she's that she's like. A fucking robot. So he's like, hey, like you, you feel things right now in this moment. You, you like me, you, um, you know, you feel the things that a human feels like experience this right now. Don't, don't run away from this just because you're overwhelmed with the, the negative feelings. So that was how I interpreted it. And it, it's, it's tough I understand why a lot of people don't like it because it's he's like essentially like it it can it can come off like he's like raping her basically but I think the context of that scene is that if she left she would be really sad and I think he asked her to stay because he was doing it out of the kindness for her he's like hey you're gonna you're not gonna be better if you leave right now um and that's and that's why they left together because she was, she was happier with him, and she was glad that he did that for her. That's how I interpreted that scene. You know, maybe if he wasn't so drab. Yeah, I know. It's even watching it this time. I, I have that interpretation, but it's it's hard to get in that mood when he's like. <laughs> <laughs> like it's he, has, like, he has no swag. Yeah, he has no. Sw- <laughs> That's a really fun way of putting it. Yeah, he's got no swagger. It's like, baby, come on, tell me you love me. He's like, tell me you love me. Yeah. Robert loves me. No I know, I know. No, you know how, you know how, you know how, how, like, good-looking men can't be creeps. Yeah. Hmm. I rescind my yeah. <laughs> um, For the most part, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you know how like good men can just get away with shit because they look good. Right. Oh, that yeah. guy's talking to you. Oh my god, it's fucking right. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He's yeah. So sexy. Bro. Yeah. 
that it's fucking this guy it's disgusting i understand what you're saying yeah there's a psychological part of your brain where it's like because he's hot you kind of accept it even if what he's doing is like wrong because i get it yeah it i agree i completely agree because i think the story and the script calls for him to be sexy and cool I think that you're supposed to see him as like, oh, he's so bad. At, you're supposed to think of him like the Wicked City guy. He's supposed to be like, yeah. Chad gets bitches, but he's so old. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. He's, he's, yeah, I completely agree. I agree with yeah. that. Completely. That's what I was thinking about the whole time. Like, it wouldn't be bad if he was you know, good looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's tough. Well, um, yeah, I guess every other piece of media that's inspired by Blade Runner learned that lesson. Spike is cool and he's a sexy, cool guy and fucking Neo and the. This is so old, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to don't get too into 2049, but Ryan Gosling is, from what I recall, not bad. So. Yeah. It's. And I know he's like. A veteran Blade Runner and shit. Let's go. You can get an old guy that's hotter. <laughs> like, push that. Yeah. He just and I just feel like he didn't. He just didn't pull that shit off. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was an L, L scene for me. But that's pretty much it for when it comes to like bad scenes because you yeah. know. Yeah. I think I can't take the Harrison Ford series. Yeah. That scene, the you know the final speech. The buddy, buddy gives at the end. Yeah, right. Great speech, but then mm. Harrison Ford is just like on the ground. Like, <laughs> I can't take him seriously. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I can't take him. He's like, <laughs> like why is he like? And then the dude like comes and he's like, I don't remember what he says, but he says it in such like a funny voice. Like, yeah, I'm retired. <laughs> it's silly. Yeah. We're going to get on to that, that speech. but mm-hmm. Yeah, we will. Um, um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you liked it. I, I like this movie a lot. It's it's cool. Yeah. I did like it. Yeah. Uh, this movie reminds me a lot of Taxi Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Because of, of the whole mood thing. Because Taxi... I was lucky enough to watch Taxi Driver at like 3 a.m. Recently? So I was re- huh? Recently or when you first watched it? Like a year ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably two years ago. So I watched it at like 3 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was dark. That's the mood. Yeah. yeah. Fit the, like, you can't watch Taxi Driver at 2 in the afternoon. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be in so, a completely yeah. dark room. Like, yeah. super so, sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it daytime? So, like, taxi, Is it nighttime? Taxi Driver really set the mood. Mm-hmm. And this, this movie does as well. Yeah. Because I was watching someone explain it. And, uh, it's because of the, the the cuts, right? There's a lot of scenes where, like, the scene would end, but the camera would just pan out or, like, just look at something else, right? Yeah, but yeah. It was already finished talking. And during that time, the narrator is speaking, right? Mm. The, the narrator is saying some stupid shit. Right. But thank God in this in these in the direct cut and final cut, they just completely take out the narrator out the whole thing. So now it's just like the pan shots. It's just like, mm-hmm. right, which wouldn't fit 
in a lot of movies, but mm-hmm. it really set a fucking great as- atmosphere for this movie, you know? Right. So, I thought that was dope. Yeah. Um, I, I really thought, I thought there was going to be more action, mm-hmm. but I'm not saying that's a negative. Right. Because <laughs> these, these fucking replicants. Yeah. You just get fucking like, they just get like one shotted, you know? Yeah. But that's fine. Action is not the movie's priority. It's not its yeah. prerogative. So I don't, I don't really count that as a negative. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else before I go talk about the speech. Yeah. You know what? Um, I, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of, there's a lot of like great, uh, scenes like throughout the entire movie, um, leading up to like that, that conclusion. I really like movies that go for a vibe and they're like Jinro where it's, it's like the story, the plot is second and the movie and the feelings that you're supposed to derive from the movie and how it's supposed to resonate with you emotionally as just like a piece of art is comes first over like whatever the story is. Um, So in another movie where it's like, Oh shit, Deckard has to hunt down four alien people that are kind of like humans, but they're not humans. And you know, that, someone would try to make a riveting plot out of that but this one just kind of focuses on the mood and stuff and it works completely um the whole the production design the cinematography and the music like the music helped so much i i notice it like in every scene it's it's fantastic um the designs of like the buildings and stuff they're great uh um I love all the parts whenever they're interviewing the the replicants. I really like, I really love shit like that where it's like, are they human? Are they not human? And like, even when they're not human, but they act perfectly human, it's like, it's like they might as well be human. What does it mean to be human if you're not human, but you still act like a human? I love, I love stories like that. The other, the other movie that's like that is, uh, Jinro, Jinro is kind of like that. It's it's that in a different way. It doesn't talk about AI, but I feel like the the loose thread that connects all these movies, like Jinro, Blade Runner, Cowboy Bebop, it's like, what does it mean to be alive? What does it mean to be like a human being, you know? Um, and I, I think Blade Runner kind of started that. And every everybody is just kind of iterating it and doing their own little fresh spin on that kind of story. Um, I think it's I think it's always really cool i uh yeah i really loved i loved the vibe of this movie i'm i love the i love the part where he like shoots the first replicant and she's like breaking through the glass and stuff uh i love when he interviews the the girl replicant like in that first scene and oddly quiet moments throughout the movie also resonated with me just when he's like in his house just like drinking a beer looking at the picture to find like the girl i like that too there were a lot of moments let me try to come up with some parts that like i really really liked i loved whenever they showed the the girl and there were like like uh like the light reflected from her eyes i thought that was always like super cool i really love that um i loved i loved the fucking the 
the flying cars and shit, man. I love whenever they showed like the skyscrapers and those giant ads. It was, I don't know. It's like when I walk around at nighttime, it's like, that's, that's what it looks like in Boston and stuff. Just those giant ass buildings. All the lights are off. There's like one, (laughs) there's one sign that's on. Nobody's walking around. It's fucking raining. Like there's homeless people walking around. This movie got that vibe down very well. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, another, I, I forgot about this, but I'm just remembering it now. Another criticism, like the other guy, like the, I don't know what you thought about him, but the dude replicant that dies, that looks like the fucking Thornberry guy from the Nickelodeon TV show. Like that guy looks lame as fuck. <laughs> the dude gets shot by the girl? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It, it, so takes, it takes me out of it a little bit. How Why did they make a replicate that's like balding? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's so it's such a stark difference between to the females. Yeah. What is going on? I I don't know, bro. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel like Tyrell, Tyrell probably would have fit. Of replicate more and have that old guy as Tyrell. Right, right. Because he's like fucking, mm-hmm. fucking going bald off his creation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no bullshit. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. But, um, yeah, it's 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 tough. I don't I don't really have um much. I don't really have much to say besides besides that. It's yeah. it's just a good it's just a good movie. It's got a it's got a vibe. It's got it's cool. Makes you think right. about humanity. It's just like Bebop. It's the yeah, same so, it's the same thing. Yeah, so. Um, you know, getting to the end with Roy. Roy You know what? It's just like fucking general too, with the whole wolf thing. Yeah. You know, Roy the 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 replicants are like are the people being hunt, hunted? Roy flips the switch, and now he's being the hunter, right? And he's literally howling, right? Yeah. And uh, so now he's chasing Deckard, yeah. and uh, Roy is a a soldier. He's a soldier version, right? Right. And but you know, he can kill Deckard whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. It's clearly like playing with his food, right? But uh, I thought the whole before I even get to like the speech, the whole like scene with Roy chasing Deckard, I feel like that kind of dragged on. I I understand. You know, when, when Roy climbs out the window, mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, <laughs> he like yeah, he like takes for I don't know, like mm-hmm. I just what I thought. I feel like he took forever to climb <laughs> the damn building. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, Buddy Roy is just, like, running around. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck was going on, bro. Right. It's like, it's like, it's so, like, it's like Deckard has, Deckard has no swag, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's so he should have just, like, fucking scaled that building. Like, mm-hmm. She wrote yeah. badass, I guess. Not. But he's like, he's like, I guess he... I guess that scene represented how old he looks because he was like clunky and shit. Mm-hmm. Looked like he, you he can be old and have I don't know how to I don't know how to explain it. 
you can be old and have swag. There's a difference between being old and having broken bones and being cool. And you can be cool and be old and have broken bones. That part where he like jumps on the other building and he like doesn't get it. He um he looks lame doing it. But even though he doesn't make the jump, you can still look cool not making the jump, if that makes any sense. I don't know. Everything else before that was Yeah. I, I really... feel like times he could have shot the dude too. You think so? But he was just like, when he put his head through the wall, mm. I think maybe he lost his gun right there, maybe. But, um, I feel like that, the whole chase scene, to me, was a drag. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked when he, like, first got in there and he, like, meets the the girl yeah. and, they, and she's, like, does the acrobatic shit. I love, I love the acrobatic stuff. I don't know why, like, just it's a part of my brain that like really makes the movie click with me it's such like a weird you have to be super skilled to do stuff like that while it's simultaneously being like like a human like artistic thing like it's like ballet and it's like beautiful to see someone do stuff like that but it's also oddly robotic to see her do it it's it's so cool and to see her use it in like a like a mean way when she like leg locks him I love that. Yeah. I think whenever you're able to do a little with, to do a lot with a little, I really appreciate that. And I love how this movie doesn't have like crazy special effects. And it's just this girl doing acrobatics. And it's like, yeah, this is what it looks like when a Blade Runner fights a replicant. And it, it looks cool. Um, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was dope. I love when a lot is done with a little. And I feel like they, especially right after that, I feel like, they really dropped the ball with the Roy thing. Mm -hmm. Roy turned into a chase. Yeah, I love when he was like breaking through walls and he was playing with him in that way. Yeah, yeah, and it started off dope, but I when it came to the Roy thing, I wasn't exactly bored because it was dragging. I was just like taken out of it because, as a replicant, um, I was talking about the acrobatic thing, and it felt like they were being very thoughtful with how she moved and, like you know, the fact that she's a robot but she's also kind of a human and da 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 da. -da. I feel like Roy was just running around like a fucking dude and it was just, I don't know. I don't want to say like he should act like a robot, but he should kind of act like a robot. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it. Don't walk like meh, 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 meh. But I think of Ghost in the Shell a lot and I think a lot of the movements in Ghost in the Shell when Makoto moves and like some of the actions she makes in that movie, it's like, She's in an artificial body, but she is a human being, you know? I think you're supposed to kind of get the same feeling that you feel in that movie. And because everything's animated, they can be very precise with how she moves and how she acts. And some, it's it's hard to act like a robot, but act like a human. It's hard to act like a artificial human. And there were times where it felt like Roy was not being that. So I was getting yeah. taken out of it a little bit in that way, but... Uh, these problems are minor in the grand scheme of the film. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, you know, then, uh, Roy, Roy saves Deckard. Mm-hmm. He's like, his humanity. Cause even though he's like a soldier taunting this guy, right. he's still saving him at the end. Yeah. Does the speech, but then fucking Deckard just looking retarded. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know the speech. The speech is dope. The speech is um, really cool. You know he 
even though he's a replicant, he's he's telling him the real memories he's actually experienced, yeah. not like false memories and shit. Mm-hmm. So it was heartfelt. Yeah. And by the end of it, but the motherfucker seemed more human than Deck than uh, Deckard. So yeah, yeah, exactly. It, was, it performed really well. It was. His face was expressions was really well. And uh, you know, even though like you like while he was telling the speech, you just wish you know what he was talking about. Yeah. Like the fire, the fire, Orion, or the, mm-hmm. and House of Gates. You wish you knew what he was talking about, but it's going to be lost just like tears and rain, you know, so. Yeah. I love that line so much. Oh, that's so good. It's so iconic. Yeah. It's so that simple. Speech. I feel like, I feel like this, that speech, I feel like this, if the, this movie didn't have that speech, the movie would kind of be ass. <laughs> the entire movie would be ass. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, yeah. That's that's interesting. Not ass, but mid. It would be lesser without it. It's a really good line. I just feel like it was a, it was a good conclusion for a rapper game. Who uh, was really human at the end. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, even even before it, Rory showed a lot of emotions. Like his frustration, like when he couldn't live longer, so he right. fucking killed his creator. Yeah, I think once again, doing a little with a lot. I think it's really cool how Roy is like dying, like as he's like trying to chase him. So he like puts the nail through his hand, and he's like trying to like keep himself alive, like kind of like awake, kind of to while he's pursuing him. Doing a little with a lot. I think that's really cool. It's really yeah. nice. Um, then, you know, yeah. Yeah, he dies, and you know, the fucking origami unicorn thing. Mm-hmm. A little nod to him being a replicant, which I think he is. So, can you explain that to me? Because I don't, I don't understand that at all. You don't get it? Yeah. Because early in the movie, uh, Deckard had a dream with the unicorns. Yeah. So, I think Gaff putting the, that there was like letting him know who's gaff is that the japanese guy that like i thought he was mexican oh maybe he's mexican i'm sorry i thought he spoke japanese at one point in the movie maybe i'm wrong but um he that's the guy i think they're speaking like a fake language that's the guy at the end of the movie where he's like it's a shame that the girl can't live yeah okay so yeah yeah, because he was leaving origami shit throughout the movie so i thought it was him at the end um, yeah, it was, and he—it's like, how would how would Gaff know like that Deckard had like a unicorn dream? So it's like, mm-hmm. it like implanted dreams, you know? Yeah. If they can implant memories, definitely implant dreams. So, mm. uh, I feel like even Deckard, the way he like looked at it, right? Fuck, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you know he took a long. A long gauge at it. Yeah. And, uh, even before that, uh, there was one scene where like Deckard's eye, like, was glowing, just oh. like the girls. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I think I think he's a replicant, and plus I just think it makes the entire movie more interesting, as if he was a replicant, you know. Yeah. Because they're saying you know, replicants ain't shit, but unless they can't do their job, they they garbage, right? So. These motherfuckers put this dude to do the job. Mm-hmm. He yeah. did the job. Damn near to completion, but 
now he's garbage. Now he took the girl. Right. Now, I don't know anything about 2049, but I think he's going to get chased by the new guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you like to um, watch that for yeah. the next episode? Okay. I would like to as well. Absolutely. Yay. Uh, yeah. I think, I definitely think that the pony thing, I mean, the Ukraine thing was definitely interesting. And I love, I love, the, I like that. I really like the ending. It's like, yeah. Or they just dip. And like, and it's crazy that like the movie came out with eighty two. I know and, and it came out before Deckard, everything. Oh my god! Yeah, Deckard. Deckard was. He's. I know he's in the next one. Mm-hmm. So, I know him being a replicant is gonna have to play a part. And it's crazy how like long ago that shit came out. You know. I know. I know. Like, it like, even though like to me like he is a replicant like there is no like, I think you can find like clips of like. The director saying he is a replicant, mm-hmm. but there's been like no definitive answer until like 2017. You know, it's been so long. Right. I love that. Yeah. I fucking love that. I love when you don't give an answer to stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and it's not even like the Matrix. You know, the Matrix had like three years before the second one, and the third one came the same year. Right. Right. And when you thought some cool shit was gonna happen, mm-hmm. 15 years later with the new one, yeah, it's, they told you so. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, I think I, I really like Blade Runner. I thought it was cool. Really happy to watch it. Did you see that clip I sent you? Yes, that was really funny. <laughs> What's funny? I seen that clip before that you episode watched the movie. Yeah, I seen it years ago, oh. and I never knew it was a, a massive reference. Mm. So when I saw the girl with the with the hair and the, the face paint, oh. I was like, no. <laughs> that's the girl from the fucking YouTubes. That's yeah, cool. I was like, "There's no way." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, then when I saw her die, I was like, "Fuck, this is a whole lot." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was funny. And, uh, that was funny because he was like, "I've seen things. I've seen big booty holes." <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And that was Decker too. So it was mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, uh, I think. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I really like the ending, the ending scene, the speech, the mood, mm-hmm. the look. The look. I gave this movie a 7 out of 10. Yeah. I also give it a 7 out of 10. Um, I enjoy it a lot, but as time has gone on, um, uh, there are a lot of things that have done the exact same thing uh, a lot better. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that it fits very well in the seven spot. It's very good, but um, I do think that there is a lot of room for improvement that could make it uh, even better. Um, yeah. And we'll other movies have done that. We'll see 2049. We'll see 2049. I'm very excited to rewatch it. And I'm glad that you enjoyed this enough to where you want to watch 2049. So we're going to also watch the, uh, the shorts because there's like, I don't. It's kind of like Animatrix, where they did shorts that take place in between both of them. Uh, you can watch it before or after; doesn't matter. Are those, worth, are those worth watching? There's one by directed by Shinichiro Watanabe, so at least watch that one. Have you seen those? I've seen the one directed by Shinichiro Watanabe. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I want to watch that shit. Uh, the shorts. I watched about the number one, but I don't know if I'm gonna watch the other one. You don't have to watch. There's only two. There's there's only there's two live action ones, and then there is the Watanabe animated one. Um, 
I'd recommend the Watanabe one, and I haven't even seen the other ones, but I'm probably going to watch the other ones. And once you watch 2049, if you're interested in the other ones, then you can check them out. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I would I would like to talk about the Watanabe one. Well. Yeah. Blade Runner. That's Blade Runner. Uh, really, really cool movie. Glad, glad you liked it. Glad you watched it. Um, all right. So last movie of the night, the second Satoshi Kone joint we've seen paprika. And I believe it's, uh, is this his last movie? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I don't know if I guess opinions would be different on this, but I feel like it's his most try hard out of all four of his movies. And I'll be frank. This one is for me, a tough pill to swallow, not in whether I enjoyed it or not, but just in the sheer magnitude of what's happening and the, the, the story and, and the concept it's, it's a lot for me to take in. And by the end of it, I I'm not, confused necessarily as to what happens uh by the conclusion but i am uh the experience was difficult for me to uh to take in because it's it's just a lot of shit happening and it's a lot of like the movie lying to you and saying that they're in a dream when they're not in a well they're they're in the real world when they're not in the dream and there's there's a lot of that happening it's 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 a lot, but it's um, it's a result of me being a dumb dumb, not the movie being bad. <laughs> so, it's it's good, but uh, I guess the question is, did you was what did you think of it? Did was it was it difficult? This movie, this movie is difficult. It's way more is it's harder than Inception. That's for sure. You think so? I haven't. I was going to rewatch Inception whenever we watch Paprika, but I didn't have enough time. So. I want to rewatch Inception. Yeah. I think this is a lot to go to Inception. Yeah. The movie's lying to you constantly. And there's no, there's like, there's rules, but the rules are so loose. Like kind of anything can happen whenever a dream is happening. You know, it's, it's hard to think about. Because they, the movie is a trip. Yeah. And it, it does a good job at that. Yes. Uh, it, what really trips me is the the cop guy. His whole thing was so trippy. Yeah. <laughs> and like it was like him shooting himself. Yeah. And it was him shooting the bad guy. Mm-hmm. It was like that was so trippy. Then the bad guy dies in real life. Right. But yeah. That the movie is so trippy. Mm-hmm. But I've seen Paranoia Agent. So this movie yeah. is very similar to that. Paranoia Agent. Gotcha. Um Paranoia agent mm-hmm. is just not as confusing. Really? Okay. Paranoia agent is like it's like of mystery. Yeah. It's like how is how does this guy exist? Mm-hmm. Ever do? And yeah. that paranoia agent is very fascinating, but and it the ending of this movie is, is like a paranoia agent as well, like a kind of like grand ending. Hmm. Without, is this, it's similar with no dreams. It's more paranoia. This movie, Paprika is fascinating. It's kind of everything I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it, 
way more confusing than I thought. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I needed to watch an analysis video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I needed because I just didn't get the, the cop thing. Mm-hmm. But I still don't fully understand the movie. But me neither. I really, yeah. I really respect this movie. I respect I it too. I'm. This is a movie where sometimes I'll watch a movie and it'll be so. It'll be beyond my uh, my capabilities as like a movie watcher. Like, like I won't yeah. be able to understand it. I won't be able to like fully grasp like what the movie wants me to feel or anything. And when you do that, it's like, it's it's like a it's a question of like, is this actually boring and bad, or is it is it really smart and am I just stupid? And when I watch Paprika, I can tell like, no, this is smart. Like uh, I know yeah. that. I, I'm very aware that I can get to a point where I understand this movie and I'm excited to watch it over and over again as the years go by to try and understand it more with each right. with each watch. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, this movie really got me. I was mm-hmm. honed in. Yeah. Full, full brass attention. Me too. And I still couldn't wrap my head around it. Um, it's interesting. Like, I can wrap my head around the plot like i can tell you what happens at the end of the movie but i can't tell you i can't tell you what the experience is like because uh, most of the experience was me just being kind of confused um and i think i kind of understand what the movie wants me to feel but it's so daunting like conceptually like go ahead i was gonna, i was just gonna say like it's conceptually a lot to take in it's like there's dreams in dreams and there's dreams in the real world and the real world is also in and of itself a dream and there's also thematic purposes there's also thematic undertones to a dream being like limitless and being in like in and of itself so with those thematic undertones and with those practical overtones it's just like how the fuck am i supposed to think about this like this is so cool but i'm so stupid <laughs> um, yeah yeah it's so fascinating um, mm-hmm. this would the best movie to recommend a second time like a year from yeah. now or something yeah sure uh that's well yeah that's theme bro like where you know they wake up like the girl chiba i think chiba and the old guy wake up when she was like in the dream and then like they go on a car, drive to the old guy's house. The old, the old guy gets up and it has like wood legs. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and, um, Yeah, they're still in the dream. Yeah. What, what really got me was fucking the scene where the, the guy, the bad guy who got shot, like rips open paprika, right. revealing Cuba. Mm-hmm. So now Chiba is like in the dream, like right. deep in the dream now. Mm-hmm. And now, and then like the cop goes through the screen, the movie screen, right? Saves her. And then like when he saves her, it's like, is this the movie? And it's like the end. And then he kisses her. <laughs> and then you see his paprika like clapping in the crowd. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> it's so like big brain. Mo- I I feel like <laughs> if you can follow this movie. Um, it's like the best movie ever made. Like, I really think that this, if I understand this movie, it will be a 10. 
Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, it's 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 so much to take in. It's just like what what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, I was following, bro. But like once they added, like once the dude saved her, and then the movie is like the end. After seven, I lost it, bro. <laughs> I lost. It. I was gone right. at that point. Right. I was right. too far down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like. Uh, I guess it's like escapism and surrealism is a major thing. Like I think they can, I think the escapism part is like the movies, right? I know it's meta. It's like you're watching a yeah. movie and we're talking about movie. It's really cool. I really like that. Yeah, it's like it's so insane because I don't know how it ties into the suicide part. You know, um, the suicide. What What are you talking about? When the cop was like. I never thought about it. He was like, I never thought about it. Like, you know what I mean? He saw the dude he shot, and he saw himself. And, yeah. And he was like, I never thought about suicide. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know what the fuck was going right. on. Right, yeah, yeah. It that was, was confusing. But, yeah. It's like, you know, you go, you go to movies right. to escape life, and you dream to escape life. Yeah, I know. actually, I think, um, I'm sorry for interrupting, but I think I, I think, what the suicide thing was because the whole his whole arc was like the fact that he didn't do the movies and he didn't live the life that his friend that he felt like he should have lived with his like film buddy or whatever and he kind Mm -hmm. of abandoned the movies and in the beginning he's like i hate movies and that's like one of the big things and he like killed that version of himself i guess and then by the end of the movie he like becomes like a part of the movie and he accepts the fact that he is like a movie person and or whatever it's i think his arc is tied into that i think that i think it was representative uh of his like character arc rather than like being objectively like that's another thing with this movie like a lot of it is not real and it's it's communicating an idea and when it shows like oh, i killed myself it's like that's trying to say something deeper than just like he mm-hmm. shot himself yeah. and it's it's a question of like what is that saying and how does it tie into the movie yeah um the cop lost since he doesn't like movies he can't use movies as like escape mm-hmm. from life mm-hmm. but now he uses dreams and now he uses both by the end because at the end, when Chiba picks the fat guy, or loves the fat guy, when he walks away with the the, the old doc, the old uh, scientist, whatever, old doctor, and he's like, well, yeah, I lost Chiba, but I can still have paprika, you know? That's what so, the fat guy says? No, that's what the, the cop says. Okay. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I lost Chiba, but I can, I can still have paprika. Mm-hmm. And then, so he still, like, he still, like, uses paprika as an escape. But by the end, he's, he goes to the movie to watch Dreaming Children as another escape. Yeah, I guess uh, he was cured from his from his turmoil with the whole movie thing. Yeah, I get this escapism. This escapism theme is like I never thought of, I never thought about that word specifically, but that's very enlightening. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really tied in for me once he said. I lost you, but I can still have paprika. Right. Yeah. So he's he's dreaming real hard. Mm-hmm. Right. That outcome. Um, even in even in, in his own movie, he had, had fucking Chiba. 
Right. I lost her in real life. So mm-hmm. what matters? Yeah. What matters? <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, he, he was dope. Yeah. I guess that is the theme of the movie. I never thought about it with that, with the word escapism specifically, but yeah, you're right. I guess everybody really wants to be in like dreamland and everybody has a different motivation for like, like the main bad guy. He's like, I want to just turn the world into a dream where anybody can do whatever they want. And it's like, yeah, cool. So it's like, uh, and then <laughs> Chiba, Chiba is interesting too. Cause you know how, like, cause I feel like she, she uses the dreams as well. I feel like she likes her paprika counterpart more than herself. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I I I think she likes being in dreamland, so it can just be this person like she can't be, but right. wants to be. You know, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know when she like paprika just pulled up through the window, yeah. or, like just behind I her. I fucking love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's just cool. Yeah, I love uh, literally. The I, I don't even know if I can put it into words, but the intro of this movie when like it's just Paprika like running through the world and like there's all these like super smart like editing choices where like like I I can't even I don't even remember the specific ones, but she's like running across the hall, but her running across the hall, I think it starts out as her like normal body and then she turns into a reflection on the wall and it's it's like it's like constantly going back and forth as to whether she's real or whether she's not real by like flipping between being like a part of like the scenery she she walks behind the dude and then she's like in the dude's like shirt it's so it's like the best i love the intros to these movies man and i love the i was one thing i wanted to say is that the song like the main song for like the parade Mm -hmm. is used to such great effect they play it over and over and over again but it's not it's not annoying because when when you hear the song, I like I love how it's used in the ending because when you hear the song in the real world, it's like oh my god, the dream entered like the real fucking world. What's go like this is this is really bad and it's it's so cool. Like it's because it's, yeah. oh, it's they use the song very well. Um, yeah, the yeah. song, you know the the parade, the parade too. Because the first guy, the old guy, when he jumps out the window. He gets mind fucked right. by the parade because his backdrop is like a desert, mm-hmm. and he gets like a, the representation of the mind fuck was the parade, like in, like going in the desert. Yeah. You know, like parade is like so janky. I love the jankiness of it. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. It's, it's so scary yeah. when like the people, like the real people in the real world, are turning into like random things at a parade. It's like. Yeah, and seeing the dream the world. Made dolls and, uh, yeah, they like, like someone just turned yeah. to a fucking guitar. It's like, oh my god, it's a guitar. It's, it's crazy because like each like even like small appliances, there's so much detail in the parade. You know? Yeah, I know. It's chaos, right? And then like the old guy gets my fucked mm-hmm. by that chaos. And the yeah, jumps. But you know. This this is it's just like paranoia agent. It's like the whole parade thing. It's that kind of happens in paranoia agent, mm-hmm. and it, it's like how it's used is is interesting because it's like a collective. How do I say? It? It's like it's like mass hysteria, and like 
instead of like it being dreams, it's like mass hysteria, and it's like. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I kind of wish I saw this before uh, Paranoia Agent. Just yeah. Saying, Does pa- did Paranoia Agent come after this? Yeah. Yeah. I I was wondering if we should have gone in order because this, um, I don't know if watching, I don't know if Perfect Blue or uh, or Millennium Actress are gonna like live up to this. <laughs> this is like so good. Um, I think I think Perfect Blue can. Yeah, they're both yeah. good. I th- I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. I saw Millennium Actress on accident. Oh, how did you see it on accident? I fucking thought we had it planned, and I watched it. What? For what? <laughs> I asked our call. Like, I t- fucking hopped on the game for a little. Actually, no, I took a shower. And then I fucking, like, watched it that night. I was like, oh, yeah, Million X. <laughs> watched it. <laughs> oh, my God. Which, for this call? Yeah. Oh, wow. All but right. I can hmm. say that to next call do you want to being that you already watched it do you want to just watch perfect blue and millennium actress so you can like watch something else like this yeah okay oh yeah since i already have that since i already have that knocked out in no way i can still fucking talk about that okay okay so for next episode blade runner katanagari and fucking uh perfect blue and millennium this is gonna be this this is gonna be a long wait right Actually, let's talk about this after Paprika. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love, I love when, I love when she says, we'll just add a little Paprika. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. <laughs> what was the full context of that line? I remember it was, I remember it was really cool. It's <sighs> like, it's, because you know how the girl, like her real self, mm-hmm. went to save the fat dude. Right. And Paprika's like, oh, we just gotta add a little Paprika. <laughs> like, and she like jumps in, right. so that she like added her true version of herself. Yeah, and then became the baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it was dope. It's like, it's, so it's like cool. Paprika, Paprika. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is it was so cool. That was a dope ass line. Yeah, and it, it makes sense. Like, she added her true version, mm-hmm. or her true self became her true self. Right. Or the person you want to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and that's, oh, yo, when, when Chiba and Paprika pulled up at the same time, that was crazy. That was crazy too. Yeah, <laughs> they're running like Simon. It's like what, what, what the fuck? It's so I love how like this movie doesn't put a lot of weight. Like if that happened in like I don't know, fucking Summer Wars, it would be like that's the big twist at the end of the movie. Like, and I guess yeah. it kind of is at this movie, but it's very nonchalant. It just keeps going. And it's, um, I remember yeah. you said this about Steins gate, but I feel like it applies to this movie, like way more than Steins gate. It's like, dude, if you're not following, I'm not waiting for you. <laughs> like it's, it's like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I'm just, sure. I'm, I'm trying to catch up. I'm running along and the movie's just like, <laughs> and I just like, I, I give up. <laughs> like I told you, when I saw the, the cinema thing with the, the end. Right. I, I was, the yeah. movie was too far for me to catch I up. I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I, I really like Paprika. I really like her design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's so, uh, she's so cool. I like yeah. I like the way she looks. I like how she looks She's just like so different from like Chiba, you know, like, mm-hmm. like she's wearing like a little tank top. Yeah. She's like always happy. Chiba in the real world, you don't see her smile until she like hugs the fat guy. Dude, 
Yeah, it's there's something dreamlike about her, but she looks so normal. And maybe it's what you said. Maybe it's because she's happy. Maybe it's because no one in the real world is fucking happy. So you see her yeah. smiling, and it's like, oh, she's so she's so beautiful. She's she doesn't feel real. And she. You no, know I just real. noticed. Mm-hmm. When she goes into the dream world, and she's in the dream world as Chiba, mm-hmm. and she jumps over that rail and almost like kills herself. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. That never happened with Paprika. It only happened with her her real body. Right. But that's so that's so trippy. Because yeah. why wasn't she Paprika if she was in the dream? Um, I, I think that. Let me not pretend like I know what's going on. <laughs> I. That's so trippy. I think. Well, it's just not. It's just getting mind fucked. That's why. Yeah. That's why it wasn't really a dream. She got mind fucked. So that makes sense. Mm. But yeah, like the she only got what happened to the old guy. She was like, yeah. that editing was dope. The way it's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, which so which part? Which part? When like she... she's in the she's in the dream world, and then she like sees the doll. She's gonna hop the rail, but in real life she hopped the railing by the killer. So yeah, yeah. That mm. was that was fucking dope. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. It, it looked so cool. Yeah, and the movie does not weigh on it too much. It's like, yep, that happened, but we got to keep moving. It's like, we don't have a lot of time. I, I love the pacing of this movie. It just boom, boom. Like, that's and that, this is one of those movies where it's like, this is like, I think I would go as far as to say this is like peak definition of like try hard because it's asking for you to digest this as a piece of art and and derive like, a feeling from this movie rather than just like uh having your gamer brain like satiated by like what's happening it's at, it's trying to be like what what do dreams mean to you what do what do dreams mean to you and what does it mean to these characters and what feeling are you supposed to derive by watching this story about dreams and the value of dreams it's that but it's also like doing such high concept stuff that enhances that to a degree where like it's asking you to use like your your logical just the logical part of your brain and like the the philosophical side of your brain so it's asking for like everything from you it it takes yeah. all of my all of my like energy to be able to like understand this movie. yeah I, I just i know this is like the same thing with memento i was going trying so hard yeah. <laughs> yeah do you think this is as hard as memento do you think it's harder do you think um what do you think i think this one's harder i think it's harder as well yeah yeah it's very difficult to comprehend it's, it's so out there I, yeah dude sure I, it was so good though um yeah i love this movie uh it's I'm happy. I'm happy. so happy I watched it. But I've, I've known about the movie for so long. Mm-hmm. Now I'm watching it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's let's, so good. Let's rinse through these anime ones. Let's get it over with so we can get on to more movies like this. I this Watching yeah. this week, like, I watched a 10 out of 10 movie. I watched a 7 out of 10 movie that I loved. And Paprika is so big. I, I'm not even... I had it as, as a 7. I removed my rating. I I can't. Bro, I, I literally did the same thing, bro. <laughs> I had it as an eight, but I can't rate it. I can't I rate can't. this shit. It's impossible. 
we gotta watch it like again we have to talk about this again i'm really glad that you're as confused as i am because i was i always like to be prepared when i hop on these like i watched jinro twice i watched thing and i i was watching this i'm like fuck bro like i want to watch this again but i just i don't have the time and one of these days we'll, we'll we'll watch paprika again and we'll do our homework on it we'll try to decipher it piece by piece you know yeah um i can't rate i can't rate but you know it's it's so cool though yeah i have a list uh of things like possible tens like things that i think are masterpieces but i don't fully grasp them yet so they're on the maybe section like yeah. 2001 a space odyssey that's probably like one of the best movies of all time but i can't i don't get it so i'm not going to give it a 10 right um fucking... i've seen so many uh i've seen so many like analysis there's, videos on the movie there's a lot to analyze <laughs> it's um, it's fucking like it's so vague. you know what it is there's this youtuber who do like an ass video, but like he is as like ambiguous as the movie. I don't even know what the <laughs> that's that's really funny. That's funny. Um, like I know this fucking guy's yeah. Like by the end of Paprika, it basically tells you what happened. Like the movie is yeah. is very very explicit. Like guys, this is what's happening in the movie. It's just really confusing. Um, yeah, I love the ending too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how. He- like he he um the cop he sees fucking millennium actors perfect blue i know like that's not just there to be a fun cameo like that that means something like oh my god it's like it's like, it's like a movies about movies talking about my old movies isn't that fire guys it's and then he went to go see on the movie called dreaming children recommended by paprika like it's so cool literally a dream character a dream character i can't put into words a lot of this stuff like a lot of the movie is about how dreams are more real than the real world and and how they mean more to the characters than the real world does and how and that's the appeal of paprika she's so cool compared to everybody else she's so appealing um so when paprika recommends a movie it's like the fuck like i wonder i wonder how that movie is bro <laughs> like i want to watch that shit you know yeah um i literally like i i when she when they said that i was like is that a real movie I'm, I want to watch that. <laughs> like, I literally thought that. Dude, I know, right? Yeah. I would fucking, I would literally watch that. <sighs> Dude. For the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, so cool. Bro. Yeah, it is really cool. But yeah. Um, Paprika. No rating. Incredible. 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 Yeah. Incredible. I'm leaving um, it blank for now. Yeah. I'm just so happy I'm, like, finally watching these movies. Yeah. I mean, Me like, too. Sitting on there for so long, dude. Now I'm gonna watch Perfect. Perfect Blue is like the first like anime movie that like I've been holding off for like years and years. So we're gonna watch that one next. That's the next one. Yeah, I'm down here. Blade Runner 2049. Oh, oh yeah. So Paprika unrated for now. Probably gonna be like nine for me. I sincerely think that this will be a ten. Um, mm-hmm. the next time I watch it. 
uh well not next not the next time whenever i understand this movie and i fully grasp it and i feel comfortable giving it a 10 uh then I'll, you know what this reminded me of it reminded me a lot of american psycho like there's parts in american psycho where it's like did that just happen or was that fake like this movie did did it did that a lot um, yeah uh, well, just that concept is so cool. American Psycho is also unrated for me. I I did yeah. not rate that movie when I finished. I was like, I will not pretend like I I get this movie. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's we should watch um, it with these Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for next episode, you said you're gonna take a while, right? Yeah. So the next episode will be will be a while. Um. Today's the fifteenth. Uh, okay, I actually have been holding in. I need to use the bathroom, so I'll be right back um, right. while we think about this. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. All right. Um. So, what were we talking about? fucking the the next episode let me look on my schedule real quick you know being that you watched um millennium actress i don't want it to be too long until we record the next one so maybe we can squeeze in another one before um before I go to the anime Boston thing. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can do Millennium Actress, Perfect Blue, and Blade Runner 2049. And and then we can save Katanagari for like after that one. You know, that'll give us even more time. All right. Um, yeah, so would you like to do that? Uh, yeah, we'll do this one next week. Uh, yes. Alright. Perfect Blue, Millennium Actress, or Blade Runner. Millennium Actress and Blade Runner. And Perfect Blue. Yeah. Alright. Well, I watched Millennium Actress and... When did you like, realize that you that you weren't supposed to well, watch it? After, like, after, I was like... Cause, you know what it was? Like, I didn't even realize after, because I searched up Satoshi Khan. No, I searched up um, Hosted After. Uh -huh. And I was like, I was like, Summer Wars. I saw Summer Wars. Summer Wars. I was like, I'm watch that. I, took, I looked at the list. Then I, I saw Millennium Mike wasn't there. I was like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking about that. I'll. Let me just Have you seen that before? Yep, I've seen all of them before. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, is it on? It's on Amazon Prime. I don't even have to buy this. Yay. Is Bell good? Huh? Is Bell good? Who says no movie? I didn't see it. Oh, I thought you did. 
Yeah, I didn't. Looks crazy. It looks like it has. It's like the same kind of movie as uh, Summer Wars. So I, after watching Summer Wars, I'm incredibly excited because it seems like the same thing. Like Bro, the, the voice actor kind of was the girl in fucking in Euphoria. The Japanese, the English voice actor. Yeah. The trans woman. Yeah. That's cool. That's fucking cool. That's a ninety-five percent. Taco meter. <laughs> what the fuck is taco meter? <laughs> the, fucking, the scale on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that uh, taco meter. Yeah, this is the audience score in the taco meter. <laughs> taco, taco meter. Oh, taco meter. Tomato meter. Oh. oh, Manny, you said taco. I was like, I what the fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. That was crazy. <laughs> Tacos. Man. Uh, <laughs> I was like, they did another rating service based on, like, a food? Really? <laughs> that's crazy. What does a bad taco look like? <laughs> does it just have, like, stinky, like, things coming out of it? <laughs> stinky? Yeah, you know, like, you know when you you know when you draw those like, those translucent like green lines over something yeah, to say yeah, that yeah. it's stinky. Yeah, uh, it's a stinky taco, guys. Mmm, fresh taco. Other <laughs> than that, uh, Love Is War is doing really well. Mm-hmm. Spy Spy Family is doing well. Mm-hmm. That's about it. And that's about it. Um, um, I think uh, there were some uh, things that I have to say. Uh, if you have anything to say, go ahead and say. It. Yeah. Um, there were some things to bring up. Uh, the Dragon Ball. There's like there was a new trailer and they announced like a worldwide release date. Like it's it's going in theaters in the same way that Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen did for for us, and it's gonna be sometime in the summer. So sometime in these next coming months. We're going to be talking about the new Dragon Ball movie. Um, yeah, and I'm obviously looking forward to that. Yeah, so I wanted to just bring that up. Did you did you see the new trailer? Yeah. We'll see We'll see how it is. I wonder what we're going to talk about on that episode, if we're going to talk about something else Dragon Ball related. I will, am not going to watch any more trailers because... You feel like it's telling you too much? That's what fucking the Broly trailer did. Yeah, yeah. If it didn't show Gogeta, it might be like one of the best movie theater experiences ever. <laughs> oh my god! If they didn't show Gogeta, it would be on par with like Captain America lifting Thor's hammer. It would be like the <laughs> same weight as that. It would be like no yeah. shot, <laughs> no shot. That would have been insane. Yeah. Go. Gogeta, Gogeta. People would literally be cheering in the theater. People would be screaming. Ah! Gogeta! <laughs> oh, man. Nah. Yeah. Ah, that would have been great. That would have been great. That's why I'm going to save myself and refrain from future trailers. Cause... Yeah. Do you feel like you've been spoiled by them so far? 
don't even remember what happened in the trailer, so. Me neither. Wasn't anything, not, nothing super remarkable that really sticks out to me. Maybe they learned their lesson. Yeah, maybe they did. Or maybe the movie's just boring as fuck and nothing does happen. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Wow, I'm not in shower. Um, wait. Hold on. Before you go take a shower. There was... I need to look this up because I don't actually have the full article. But there is... I saw an article saying that there was going to be a 15th anniversary celebration for Mononoke. Not Princess Mononoke, our Mononoke. My Mononoke. <laughs> you f fine, fine, Manny, your Mononoke. Um, the Mononoke is set, wait. It has been nearly 15, 15 years since the Mononoke TV anime, blah, 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 blah. Uh, began airing in the blah, 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 blah. And to celebrate the original series, we will be starting a 15th anniversary project. The first of the project will be an event on June 18th at Fuji TV headquarters where more information will be announced. Well, that's dope. That's I, dope. Think, I think Mononoke might be coming back in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I'm all in for that. As long as they keep they keep the look. Yeah, yeah. I think it's too integral. Mononoke is something that I, if it ever came back or something, it's it's way too. It's like the whole point, you know. Yeah. It's like yeah. it has to look that people would not watch it if it looked like fucking like jobless or something. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nissan, medicine, Salah, what are you doing? Like, just some, some like, stupid isekai was shit. There, was there a dub? No. Interesting. Let me actually look that up. Let me confirm that. I don't know. Medicine Salah would have sounded cool. Yeah, he definitely would have. He got swag. Yeah, that nigga does have swag. <laughs> Bitch-ass Harrison Ford ain't got no fucking swag. Ain't pull no yeah. bitches. Ford he can't even movie. get a real girlfriend. He has to get a robot girlfriend. Ha, huh, what a beta. <laughs> sure. Sure. If, that, if that was me. <laughs> when she put her head down, I'm like, damn. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just joshing. Uh, nah, there's no dub. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm really bad at looking shit up. I don't have that skill. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's dope. We'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. All right, bro. All right, broski. So Monday, uh, Monday. write them down. Um, I did. I did. Yeah, don't accidentally watch another one of those Mamoru Hosoda movies. All right. Yeah. Hosoda's <laughs> been letting me down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, we'll be taking a break from those. We won't. We won't watch those uh, for a, for a while. It's gonna be a long time before we continue that. Uh, all right, but I think the next one would be Wolf Children, if you're interested. I actually do want to watch that one. I want to watch Bell too. Bell looks cool. Yeah, Bell. I'm interested in Bell. Hold on. What are the other ones? 
Mirai. Mirai and Wolf Jojen. I think that's it. Oh, the, the Boy and the Beast. I forgot about that one. I don't really mind knocking them all out, to be honest. But okay. We'll see. We'll do that. Uh, we'll do that when that when we cross that road after Katanagari and whatever. Mm. Um, maybe well, when we do Katanagari, we can do Wolf Children and Boy and the Beast. They are the uh, the furry movies, so it would be appropriate. We should have watched those with Beastar. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay. okay but... All right. I'm out of All right. Thank you. Next week. Next week, as always. Um, and probably won't talk to you on your B day, but happy birthday when your birthday does roll up. Um, yeah, just Friday. Yeah, Friday. I'm trying to get out work that day. Yeah, you gotta go have fun, do something. Uh, yeah. All right. I was but... just gonna go watch Blade Runner that day, but. Mm, cool. Um, did you get this, this one's a longer movie? It is? How long is it? It's like two forty. Ooh. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> did you um uh did you get the did you get my my care package over? I didn't. You did it? I didn't. No. Okay. Well it should have I have to, I'd have to go check. Okay. I'll go check tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Definitely I do bet. that. Alrighty. Bye. Till Monday. Monday. See you later, bro. See ya. Deuces.